my buddy, wherever I go, he go. My buddy, my buddy, you can run for your life, wanna stick him out the window. My buddy, my buddy, I lay your ass out, motherfucker, it's simple. Stay in your place, I recommend, no say hello to my little friend. Classics only. Hmm. Black print, we back. J5 here. Josh Pease. Uh, fantasy football P. He's back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm really like, man, you understand. This is this is my bag. I love it. I love this time of the year. We're going to talk about that today on the show. Also got MC in the building, live from Florida. Is there anything better than a good shower? I feel like nothing is... I think a top three feeling in the world is fresh shower. One thing is that me and Josh have been waiting for, for MC for about 20 minutes because this fool said, you know what? One o'clock my time, I'm just going to take a shower. <laughs> hey, 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 man! Sometimes you just gotta feel clean. Sometimes you just gotta feel a little bit better. And Part yes, my, my my shower does take a little bit of my shower does take a little bit long. You know what was crazy is that you said I'm gonna be ready in five minutes, and like Josh laughed immediately because <laughs> when we were in Dallas for WrestleMania, we heard the five minutes thing many times, and the five minutes <laughs> actually turned into like twenty minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like they turned into like so much, so like a crazy amount of time. So like your cap, and it took you twenty minutes. To it's not necessarily it's not necessarily cap. It's just the West Indian time interval. Five minutes is twenty. You know, ten is ten is like thirty. Twenty is like an hour. West Indian. An hour. I'll see you tomorrow, bro. <laughs> West Indian time differential. <laughs> this I'm, is- I'm, I'm, I swear, I swear it exists. I swear to God. I learn something new every, every single week uh, from you. So last week we had a we had a really cool show with uh on on Amp Radio, of course. Our our home. We got a lot of Amp Radio news this week. Yeah, man. Shout out to Amp. A lot of shit happened, but we had a show. Uh, with It's the real. My brothers, Jeff, Jeff and, and Eric. Eric, man. One of our best shows. We say this every time. Yeah, that's you know crazy. I mean? <laughs> no, it's fine. We say it every time. Yeah. Everyone's our best. <laughs> give, it our, give it our best every time. Yeah, man. like, it is it, is. this is great. There are so many, like, cool stories. I think one story that stuck out to me was, was you know, and you'll hear it. Um, Obviously, you guys will hear it right after this show. Patreon, you guys have already heard it, but... um. You know, he, he said they had they had to re-record a whole line, and I remember like the first maybe couple episodes we did this. Mark was like, I had to re-record everything that I said, including all the pauses, the laughs, and all this shit. And I was just like, when I think it was Jeff who was saying it, when he told me that, when they told us that story, I was like, oh, so Mark isn't a fucking crazy person. Like he's actually normal. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. It's just a, it's just like few crazy people. Yeah, 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 that'll do that. This thing of Mark was like literally on the text saying, yeah, I just redid all the laughs. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I got confirmed by It's the Real that I I am crazy, so I think that I think that solidifies me pretty well this week. But it had to be done, yo. When you when you're releasing something brand new, and the audio sounds like a potato mic, and the shit's too loud, you got to make sure that you're presenting it very well. I think we did. I think I don't think anybody even called it out at all. Nobody would have noticed until I said, yeah, it's episode two or episode three, whichever one I did it on. Well, for that we gotta. I'm 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 gonna just go ahead and give you an applause for that. I appreciate that. For being, you know, one of the best producers in the game. Uh, but other things that happened on AMP. Between the last time we talked to you guys, Nicki Minaj finally debuted on AMP. Oh, yeah. It's been like a heavily oh, guarded secret. Not really a secret because she's been going on and off the app. Like her actual yeah, account. She's been, been yeah, she's been lit. She's <laughs> turned the app up. But yeah, Nicki got on there. Queen Radio. 27, 28K. Yeah, that shit was that first night. It might have been more than that. I feel like it was down there yeah. in the 50s. Yeah, it well, like 50 or something like that. You can never tell because the app is like, it'll show you one thing. And then it's probably like, because like even our listeners, like, we'll, we'll see one thing and it's actually like a completely other thing. We look at our analytics. So it could have been 50K. 
Yeah, yeah. No, they did they did some numbers. They did some damage. It was everywhere too. That was the one thing that I, I liked about just the the rollout or just the first episode. Yeah, like I saw it in different places. Like yeah. I think Entertainment Tonight picked up. Oh, the they clip. did. Yeah, just just seeing those clips because she, you know, it's funny. It's, she is really a personality, and I want to see her do more in this space. Yeah. Um, you know, she just has a lot to talk about. You were there, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, During I was. the first, the first recording. Yeah. What was that? What was that like? Just being in the room, like, nah, it's Queen Radio. It's <laughs> literally the Queen walking through, and but she's she's a, she's a nice queen. She's yeah. cool. She was really really uh, pleasant. Um, you know, she was just a pleasure to work with. I yeah. think she she understands that she is at a certain point in her career where she's like, yo, it's in my hands, and like she's really in control. Like she even um. We had all uh, female staff kind of working oh, wow, on dope. the production side. Yeah. And she was she loved that. She was like, oh, my God. Like, it's so many queens. She commented on that, like, as soon as yeah. she got on air. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was just dope to work with. Um, shout out to Nikki. Shout out to her whole team. She said all these queens. her. <laughs> she said all these queens and Josh. Yeah. But again, like, it just shows just, like, the, the rabid kind of popularity of the, of the AMP app that's coming up. And a lot of people want to be on it. And yeah. now a lot of people are, like, have joined. I saw a couple people on Wednesday that I'd never seen before. There was people, like, and one thing that kind of shocked me, I think I even showed you my phone, I was like, there's people that just want to call up now. Yeah, and I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all can't just call, you can't just come up to the stage, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be I'm asked. Gonna, I'm gonna start letting them up. What you want? <laughs> what you got going on? What were you gonna say, MC? No, I was gonna ask about the people that actually pulled up late at night trying to see Nikki and Josh and said, "Hey, he's gone." Oh what yeah, happened with that? <laughs> yeah, that was my close friends. Yeah, make sure you, uh, you subscribe to our Patreon so you can be in my close friends. Um, no, it was, I don't, I think she mentioned that she was like on, she was on live getting yeah. her makeup done at her, at her uh, home before yeah. she came. Yeah. I think yeah. she mentioned she was going to like Amazon studios. Oh no. And yeah. So as I was leaving, we got the call, we got the security guard. We're like, Oh, there's some uh, fans at the gate. Yeah. At gate two. And, um, I was like, Oh shit. Like this, I was like, <laughs> hopefully this ain't like, yeah. Um, but it wasn't no big disturbance. Come on, man. It was on security. It was definitely fans. It was definitely fans. Yeah, it was some fans though. You know, it was definitely some fans out there. Um, I guess they, they, they camped out until she left. I, I left before Nikki left actually. Yeah. And, um, I saw them as I was like leaving. I was like, oh shit. So I like got a little video. Yeah. And, um, I was like, she left already. And I pulled off. <laughs> did, did they find your address and send you pizzas? Nah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. That, that, that happens next. We love you guys. Nah, but, I'm uh, a bard, man. I'm a part of the game. <laughs> but yeah, shout out shout out to Nikki, man. Like, there, There's going to be a lot more stuff from Amp coming up. There's there's some stuff that, that me and Josh are privy to that we can't really talk about yet, but but that's coming up. I think if you're, if you're on Patreon, you, you you know what's going down. I think we, talk, we talked about that on Patreon, right? What, what we did a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah we gave a, we gave a little description of the of the of the uh, the events of what had happened, but not the, yeah. yeah the events, but not what's to come with it. So that's gonna be the exciting part. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be real dope. And uh, shout out to everybody listening to Amp. Uh, we don't have our guest yet. Uh, we're gonna have a guest today on the show. It's very uh very rare occasion that we have a guest on the show. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have him on in two weeks. It's, it's my guy Mark Julio, Mark Man. Um, he's got a really cool story about some air forces. It's actually going to be cool because you'll probably get yours by then, yeah. And we'll be able to talk to talk to Mark about that. But he's a really cool dude. Has a really amazing story about a pair of air forces that like just came out out of nowhere and they have like a really big story. So we're gonna we're gonna bring him onto the show. I'm gonna uh, buy a second pair. It's just they're, hard. They're hard. They're, yeah. I, I like canvas air forces. Yeah, like, me too. They're 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 very uh very rare, very underrated. I think I like those. I like uh. 
I like the reflective three of months too, but we, we can talk all about Air Forces where we when we talk to Mark in two weeks. So we we don't look up for that. And I don't know yet who we have for our guest yet. I don't know yet. I got a couple of people that really, really want to do it. Really? Do you well, like what are the calls like when people are like, yo, I gotta be on the show? Is it like right after we do a show? This one, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> right after we do a show, they see a good guest. They're like, oh yeah, yeah I want like, I gotta do this. Shout out to my dude Zach. We got a couple of people that are lined up, but Zach, uh Zach White, uh VC venture capitalist, just kid. That's gonna be just from the city. Like I don't know, like really dope dude though. Um, he hit me up. He wants to be on. Um, a lot of good people, man. My yeah, we gotta give it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we supposed to have Ashley for a minute. So I know. Hopefully she actually, got, yeah, we need to just get her on. Talk yeah. that shit real quick. Hopefully, hopefully we can we can find some time to do that. But Amp, every other Wednesday, uh, nine p.m. Eastern, six p.m. Pacific on amp radio download the app man everybody can get it now you, need yeah. to have to, you don't have to have a code anymore um shout out to justin hillian speaking of guests that we, that were on amp the shy renewed for season six shout out to you brother i know i already told you this already i know you listening to the show I, I i i still find it funny that you when you hit us up like yeah you was right about that shit i, I still find it funny people listen just in general <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i'm getting used to it now <laughs> shout out to the listeners man love y'all <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing I want to talk about before, before we get started here, uh, LeBron, LeBron James Pro-Am happened this past weekend nice. in Seattle. Uh, it was called the, the crawl, the crossover the crossover. Yeah. It's yeah, Jamal Crawford's league, um, up in Seattle. Yeah. It's funny. I got a homie that's from LA that lives up there. So he yeah. was giving me like the play by play up there. Seattle's kind of lit. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> I've never in my life heard anyone say Seattle's lit. Oh my God. Really? I've heard it was. I've heard it was. I heard it was all right though. I mean, if you like that weather, if you like that type of weather, you could probably get accustomed to that. Yeah, right? That's like they got the highest suicide rate out there because of the weather. Yeah, that's just terrible, bro. Seattle sucks. Cloudy. I got. Man, I mean, shout out to no, actually, shout out to Seattle. I got some homies up there, but shout out to Tacoma too. Is Tacoma um, the same type of weather? Is it? Is it yeah, sunny? Tacoma's right. It's like right above it. It's right like, above it. That's like yeah. the hood of Seattle. That's where the niggas live. Because even, <laughs> cause even when, um, even when you know, even when you see people like camping outside for LeBron, it was gloomy, and I was just like, this is the the biggest light of their lives right now. You that can't. It's crazy. First of all, it's like camping. Out, I get it, but then also it's like, man. Like what the like Jamal Crawford came out. I was like, I want to, I want this for the kids. Like, yeah, I want yeah. The kids to get it's grown as men. Yeah, grown men. Then, bro. Why was Sauce Walker at the game? <laughs> <laughs> Sauce Walker was at the game. Like, this is the most random. Like, Seattle is so random. Like, is that a hard, like, flight to get on? From well, He's in Texas. That's like a I hub. think he might have just been out there already. Yeah. And just had some shows and was like, I'm just about to pull up. But yeah. it was just random. Like, Sauce Walker. It was game. a lot. Of, it, it was just like the, the Drew League game. It, it just became, no, like, appointment. W- like, you had to be there. It just wasn't like the Drew League game, though, because they didn't finish. Yeah, yeah. Because condensation in the building like what kind of well the elevation not a floor got too wet yeah like the elevation that's happened before is that a thing where people slip Um, i didn't actually watch it did you see it mc where people slipping on the ground and stuff like that no i was actually streaming when it happened but to hear that you know condensation is getting on the floor you want to make sure that you end that immediately because one slip move from tatum throwing an alley-oop to lebron and then his leg fucking slips on it and then he's injured for the season people are going to be insanely upset i understand why they did it i'm just confused like how that even happens like in the basketball gym i think they let it get to there was too many too many niggas in there like it was just (laughs) honestly speaking yeah it could be too many niggas like if it was it's it's too hot if it was a bunch of kids i feel like it's probably not as bad but you got like sweaty tall white Washingtonians <laughs> in there, you know what I'm saying? I see no diggers. I saw just a bunch of white dudes in there. Like, yeah, <laughs> but this is this was such a good moment. But it's like as with anything, uh Josh, like people were 
critical of, of what it was about and, yeah. and making Pro-Am, I, I guess, you know, giving this hype to Pro-Am. And I didn't really, I didn't really see it that way. What do you think about it? No, I mean, I, I'm not mad at like the pro am shit. Like yeah. it's cool. Like that's dope for like athletes to go out there and like, and you know, give these communities that don't get to see them, you know, a little show. Like yeah. I think that's always dope. Yeah. Um, I, my thing about the LeBron thing that I was kind of like peeved about, I think, um, I was just mad that he did it after Drew. Like I think the Drew League thing was such Should've a been. moment. Yeah, yeah it's Should've like you, thing. LeBron, you play for Lakers, you did yeah. Drew League. Yeah, like. Why are you in Seattle? Well, yeah. <laughs> and shout out well, to Jamal Jamal's Crawford. Man. I like yeah, what Jamal Jamal's Crawford's man. doing up there. That's his homie. But it's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, MZ? No, I was saying Jamal's his man, so I could I could completely see that. But to want the the Drooly to be just like a pure one hundred percent LA moment, I could also understand that sentiment too. Because you know, just in general, LA people are really really hungry from what's coming next in the next. Uh, how close is it? Two months now. Two months now until NBA season. Yeah, so like, LeBron, don't be yeah, don't be doing a crossover and not not doing the <laughs> NBA crossover. <laughs> You want to turn up this season? What What do you think in this season? He just he just resigned two more years. I think he's probably just going to retire with us, huh? You think? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking better. Yeah. So what what, what what's your what's your uh you know we we stepping into RSPN uh territory? Oh, no, man. Here, man. I'm telling you, Inglewood Source is still telling me some shit gonna happen. What? what? Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Wait a minute. We left Inglewood Sources all alone right, for right. the past month. Yeah, that's when it happens. <laughs> when niggas ain't talking. I'm just telling you right now. And don't give up hope. Kyrie Irving will probably will be playing for the Los Angeles Lakers but by not, the beginning of the not season. When the, yeah, not when the season starts, though. Maybe. Hold on. We're going to figure it out. I have no fucking idea how this is going to happen. But uh, this is going to be a big year for LeBron James, though. He's going to pass um, He's going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in, in, in points soon. If he averages the same of what he averaged last year, which was his second highest career averages in his entire career. So if he keeps on that pace... He will pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 38,388 points by, I want to say, end of January, February. So it is a pretty big year for LeBron James. Hmm. Y'all want to know something, something crazy? <clears throat> I, I, I lived in Los Angeles for um, almost eight years. I've never been to a Laker game. Oh, shit. What the fuck? We got to go to one. Never? I know, yeah, never been. Never been. Damn. So your first joint's going to be at the Big Crip then. That's fire. I, I, I'm actually mad about, it, but I'm glad I've been to Staples before that. I've been to I've been to wrestling. And oh, Staples. for shows, that shit's yeah. still Staples. It's a, it's about to be Staples again. Shit, hmm. <laughs> yeah, the way this shit's going, <laughs> you know, the way this shit going, it might be Staples again. Hey man, crypto still rolling. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I, y'all notice I haven't said really much about the about the uh, you know the game, if you will. <laughs> but uh, trust me. When that bubble bursted, and we're gonna talk about some bubbles bursting. Yeah. <laughs> but when that bubble burst, I'm gonna be right here, like, all right, Josh, let's have a conversation. Oh, we still can. <laughs> I'm still all uh, Delphi. I'm still all the way in, baby. Coinbase, nigga, nah, like, get out of here, I man. Truly believe that this is the future. Did you find your passwords? I have not. <laughs> Given up. <laughs> I have not. Yo, somebody those like like somebody just spread your NFTs all across the land like his ashes. <laughs> no, you know the crazy part about it is, I can't get in and no one else can either. Yeah, I, no, no, that's cap. Somebody lied to you, <laughs> mom. I can't find my apes. <laughs> How? Josh, I'm up, brother. You came. I'm, I'm up, I'm brother. Up. Yo, I gotta put it on a shirt, man. Hey, man. Some us. Uh, I gotta talk about some sad news real quick. Thug, deny bond again. 
I keep I'll hearing, I keep hearing like rumblings that, that Gunner might be good in the next couple of weeks. Who knows? Oh, yeah, sure. who who knows? I keep hearing it, it, it's looking better for him. I because you, you notice you barely even hear his name anymore when it comes up to, to stuff like that. But there was a clip that came out during their their hearing uh, earlier last week where. And it had allegedly, and I didn't even think about the fact that they're, they're not even in the same area. They're not in the, they're mm-hmm. not in the same jail. And they're not they in moved it. Doug to another jail. So, like, they hadn't even spoke since May. And it was yeah. the first time they spoke, and then you hear Thug saying, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. And then, Gunna's like, then Thug's like, I lost, I lost some weight. Basically saying, like, I lost weight. And then Gunna's like, yeah, I see it. And then, like, one of the, I guess the court reporter was just like, hey, your, your, your mic's still on. He's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Then he, um, he mutes himself and then unmutes himself. And uh, it was wholesome. Sad, but wholesome. Niggas better chill out, man. They're trying to get out of jail. <laughs> what did they do? All they said was, what's up? You don't need to be, nah. They, they, they literally told him not to talk. Okay. And then you come back and start talking again. Like, well, I don't know. I'm not trying to play with none of that law shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sergio, turn that mic off. Jeffrey. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm cool. I'm cool on everything after that. Nah, that's not- head now. <laughs> My nigga. Don't even throw it to YSL, bro. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just pray. Thug brought out it was his birthday this past week too. Brought out a shirt, uh, with with the uh, I guess it was a picture of him in the in the, with the, praying in the hands. Zoom camera yep. with the praying hands. Mariah the scientist debuting it. Oh, he put that on sale. It's on sale. Yeah, it's on sale. One hundred fifty dollar t shirt. I love you, Thug. Bro, man. Mariah had it looking nice. One hundred fifty dollars. I don't love you that much, man. Sorry, man. One fifty. What's that shit? That shit crazy. I don't even know what cotton is made out of. That shit could be. That's, what uh, that's wild. Bro. That's man. I'm, All right, what are the proceeds going to? Pray for pray <laughs> for YSL, bro. <laughs> like seriously, God. Like that's just sad, man. This is a sad situation. Like best rapper in the game, man. Godfather behind bars, man. man. God like, damn. Gonna literally have the best album of the year. Still, so by highest selling rap album of the year. Still, I think Future might lap him though because yeah. he's, he's still putting out songs. But um, speaking of music, of course, Larry June comes out with a project this week. Mm-hmm. What's that shit called? Uh, spaceship, spaceship on Blades? Yeah. What's that mean? Uh, what is it? No, what is it called? Is it, it's Spaceship on Blades, right? Spaceship on the Blade? On a Blade, yeah. Spaceships on the Blade. On the Blade. What the, the Blade is um the strip where, where hoes sell themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Figueroa, the Blade. I love how... <laughs> Century, the Blade. <laughs> I love how you were like very... like. Uh, you were very professional when saying it, but you still said hoes. Yeah. You, you, didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't say uh, ladies of the night or anything like that. It was just, yeah. where hoes sell themselves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that came out. Larry June puts out a lot of projects. Let me just tell you right now. He puts yeah. out a lot of projects. I might get around to maybe one every five. Okay. This was the one. Because I heard uh, Ty, our good friend Ty, said it was good. Josh said it was good in the chat. I said, okay. Them two say it's good. That's good. I'll listen to it. I liked it. Yeah, no, Larry June was good. It's funny. I like Larry June a lot. I think he's a good representation of a California artist currently. Um, he does put out a lot of music. I, I wish it was a little more curated in the volume. Yeah. But also, I think that's just what that's what makes him so great. Yeah. He has so much, like, just, you know, shit that you could ride to. It's like the, in the vein of the Currencies and the Griseldas of the currencies world. Currencies on the, on the album. Yeah, Currencies on the album with a great verse. Um, Larry's verse in that song is fire, too. Uh, I don't know. I just I like Larry a lot. Like I, I like his whole get down. I, I, when he first came in the game, I, I like just everything he was standing for. He's on the like organic wave, organic yeah, orange, juice, orange juice, all that. Yeah. He was driving Lyft. I can't. Dri- <laughs> he, bro, he had like she was driving Lyft. It was a whole thing. He was riding his bike. Yeah. Even when he raps about shit, he's like, "Yo, I'm rapping about riding my bike and going swimming." Yeah, that a couple times. Yeah. So one one thing I saw in an interview, 
with Rolling Stone. <clears throat> he said that he only works for three hours a day. I saw that. That was a funny interview. He's so funny, like on the interview and then how <laughs> compared to his music, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> dichotomy. It's because it's a character. It's yeah. like it's dope. Do, do we agree with this? Can we work through? I, I feel like most people only work three hours a day anyway. Yeah. I feel like I feel like after twelve, like your your body is like. Out I don't of, know. Out I don't, of after I'll be lunch. working, bro. Like I, I really, I'll be working. Like right now is work. Like we yeah. doing this for. We about to do this for two hours. Like yeah, this is work. That's two hours. I'm gonna probably three hours. I'm gonna do some more work after this. Three. My man, my mind be on. Do you, do you, your mind ever stop? When does your mind stop? I feel like it you are stops. always because I'm the same way. I'm well, just like in the morning. I, I meditate in the morning and try to clear my mind. And yeah, like, that's the only time I feel like my mind isn't thinking about some shit. I'm like, I'll be on the move. I think the only time I ever felt kind of burnout was this week but this week has been crazy for me so like mm-hmm. it would be understandable to have yeah, that burnout moving and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm moving finally uh i think we got maybe what like one more like kind of black print recording where where i'm not going to be in my new place but after september we'll have our own our own base of operations in my new place but um i think i get burnt out sometimes but i'm always like, okay what are we going to talk about on the show what am I going to talk about on the yeah. show? What are we going to, what's the next thing? I, I think I get real anxious. Like when he said three, I was like, nigga, three hours. I'm like, maybe when I'm 60. <laughs> That's a whole game. Man, his, that interview is just funny. It was funny. That was just him putting on the character, which but, is but a great character. Think. No, his, that, that's the character of his music though. It's like, that's, he's like, no, I'm, I'm leaving a leisurely life. Yeah. I'm in fucking, uh, fucking Mission Bay or whatever. Yeah. Getting eaten calamari. Like I'm just, he got a song on here about a, no, about a, it's a neighborhood in uh, Marin Bay. Yeah, or some shit like yeah, Corte that. Corte Madera. Yeah, like, he I'm has a bunch of songs up. like that on his project. You understand? <laughs> he has so many songs. Like, I'm about to make a uh, Larry June playlist. Can we? I need to have the, the Larry June playlist because I need to, I think I, like, cut off at around, like, 2018. Yeah, I got some shit. Yeah. He got some shit. He got some hard shit. 30 Day Run is one of my favorite songs from him. There's, a, just, there's a song he got with 2 Chains on the album that, that I thought oh, really yeah, good. 2 Chains cool. is really kind of working, man. I, I, I feel like... He is. <laughs> been, I feel like Two Chains has been kind of like put on the back burner to a lot of people. I, I, but I also think it's because music has changed so much that it's just like mm. it's just the way that it goes right now. He, he's got a really good a really good song in our project. But um, yeah, man, check out that Larry June and, and be on the lookout for the for the Josh P's Larry June playlist. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna drop it for the Patreons. And, you know, the, I don't know what we're gonna call you guys, but Patronis. Patronis. <laughs> I don't want to call them Patronis. Let's call them. Uh, we'll, sounds, think some, we'll think of some. It's a little close to Jabronis. <laughs> yeah, Jabroni. <laughs> niggas need to bring that back. I'm gonna start calling niggas Jabronis. Like this fucking Jabroni. I, I, I'm surprised that Larry. I, I'm shocked Larry June hasn't brought it back. That's nah, all that Larry shit. June, he was it's saying. funny. Larry June be saying like, "Listen, well, I mean, he's from the Bay. He uses a lot of bass slang." And one of the homies in the group chat got this word he just introduced called. He's from the Bay. It's called a uh, chimmy. Like, it means, like, you're just, like, fall, like, you're just doing some fake shit. Yeah, that's definitely like, some bass shit. Chimmy-ass rappers. Like, <laughs> I, did, I forgot. <laughs> what we was called, we were saying chimey. <laughs> and that's not what we said. <laughs> so now that's what we say in the group chat, chimey. But it's so, like, regional. Like, how the hell, how the hell else would you even know how to say some shit like that, man? Yeah, how would you even know? Um, mm. Guys, is R&B dead? Diddy seems to no. think so. I don't even know. No. This is, it's funny that this is a this is only a topic to niggas who like on be on the internet. Don't go outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's this been is... like five six days. How long? It's been like five six days bro, in the straight. I'm I don't telling get you, it. Mark. I promise you, I have missed this conversation completely. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this bro, conversation. It... Shameless plug on another podcast. 
uh, Joe Button. I heard them talk about. It. I'm like, yeah. niggas, that's, I'm like, it's some old ass shit y'all niggas talking about. Yeah. Like, I don't R and B dead. Like, nigga, who who? I'm listening oh, no, to Chase Shakur. Yeah, R and B ain't dead. Number one, who cares? You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, that like that's that's. <laughs> let's just be clear. Yeah, I think you could like wrap up a lot of these kind of internet arguments with number one, who cares? But like yeah. this one for sure, who gives a fuck? Diddy goes online. I think this is this is prom. This is this is obviously marketing. People are falling for it. I think he has like an R and B label or something. Shit. But I mean, is it marketing? It's just. I mean, I guess it's, it's called, marketing. It's the just... label's called Love Love Records. Yeah. I guess he announced it sometime within the previous year, yeah. and uh, I guess this next album is going to be a part of it. But I'm clearly waiting for the R and B artist that he's going to sign, and it's like, yeah, we're going to bring real R and B back. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Who could he sign? He signed. Um, I think he signed. Uh, what's the chick that wrote uh, Lemonade? Jazzy. He signed Jazzy and then he signed um, Stacy Barth, I believe. Oh, okay, I damn, that's. I thought he had been. He's probably he's been in a couple situations, right? Stacy well, Barth. Yeah, Stacy. That's yeah. the chick. Um, she yeah, she's been around. She was with Hip Boy at one point. Yeah, Interscope. I don't know, man. Shout out to Diddy, man. <laughs> Shout you out know, to him. The Diddy for... Spies is out here. I know but... y'all listening. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, but okay, I'm, I'm gonna get off. I'm, I'm gonna get off Diddy. I think that the conversation itself it goes back to the conversation you had about Division. Because that song oh, did yeah, what it yeah. did. It's just too much. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Just drop music. <laughs> Bro, I'm so tired of talking about music. Just drop the shit. So yeah. Here. Like, because the, the conversation about music be bigger than the fucking than the music. actual music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Shit like, crazy. It, it, there, there is no consumption. I, I feel like there's no actual genuine consumption of this shit anymore. And I think that's what makes it harder for artists to resonate. It's like, you see something today. It's like. Is the Beyonce talked about as much? I think it probably is. It's a conversation that's been going, that's been ongoing for the past two weeks. But like, is it, is it like a lemonade conversation? I don't. I don't think it is. Nah, I, don't, I mean, I just, I was just thinking about the video uh, you like reposted. It was like, what basement are you in or something? Someone was dancing. Oh god, party! <laughs> it was like a party that's playing the, lim- uh, the the Beyonce album. Because it's not, it's not genuine no more. It, it was, it was like the- I will tell you this much. I walked into, um, I think I talked about this on another episode too. I was at Soho House in New York. Oh yeah, and it was last week's episode. Or two yeah, weeks ago. yeah, they, yeah, they were playing that shit outside. I'm like, it was a corny crowd. Like <laughs> that playing that motherfucker. So the video that, that Josh talking about, there was someone like, oh, this is Beyonce in the club they literally said this is beyonce in the club this is what it's like or it was like alien superstar or some shit i don't really i don't really remember but they were playing it it was clearly a house clearly a house party so i'm like what club are y'all at whose basement is this because this isn't like is this where the conversations are happening i mean no it probably, I, that, that's, that could be it that could be it man i don't know i think i'm i, I heard i i will say that the beyonce album it's an outside album, but it's because it's like it's such a good, easy listening. Yeah. Like it's just you put it on, anybody can relate, yeah. feeling, fall into it. So I, I can't. That argument doesn't apply to this album so much. But um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like music is just in a place where people just talk about it more than they just listen to it. It's sick, man. But but nobody was really. I mean, it, and we're, that, we're 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 the, we're we're the problem. What you think? <laughs> we're the problem as well. I just want to let that be known. You know, people I, listening. I, I feel like we barely really. I feel like I might get some shit. Yeah, a couple sentences. Yeah, we barely. But I'm just saying we're the problem. Like I feel like we music is just like even it's not even just the, the critiquing of music. It's the the sales of music. Everything yeah, is talked yeah, about around music. Yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, like I've always to be clear. I've always been interested in the sales part. No, it's dope. I think yeah. it's it's. It's dope that fans are interested in that part and know about that part, but it's also like a curse. It's yeah. a gift and a curse because then you just have fans that like they use it to be a straw man and be like, yeah, "I'm better." Like you know, the, he's better the, than the you. The fan and... clubs go crazy yeah. with the sales type yeah. shit. It makes the artists more like, "I'm number one in Ukraine." And like, 
they the fucking f- with me in Lithuania, yeah. my nigga. It's like, damn, like who even like it's it's, it's fucked up. It's I remember a weekend doing that shit earlier this year. And I was like, we can't, you like, you're a global star, bro. We, we know, man. Like, you're, you're a huge star, but it was because people was trying to test his gangster. It was like, yo, like, he, he's not really like, hey, man. he's not really him. I'm like, yo, he is. Like, like, I've seen his show. Like, the, no, the, he putting butts in the seat. He is. Like, he, he really is. And, and this is for a show that got pushed back two years, three years. Yeah. One of the openers or the, the, the other acts the dropped headliners out. Headliners fell off. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people fell off. They did other things, doing other shit. Like, he's still putting asses in seats. That conversation, only goes but so far, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll we'll see. But just don't be don't be saying you in the club and you in your mama house, man. That's that's just that's just not okay. That's just not okay. Why not? Let's bring back the Bashman party. Why not? This West Indian shit that you talking about, man. What's, uh, what's, hey, man what's, what's, wrong, what's wrong with a, what's wrong with a Bashman joint? This West Indian, Mark. I would love to just see you in that. I would be in a corner. I would just want to see you act out. And we gotta like just that. do a good RNC, uh New York trip. Yeah, my last New York trip was cool. I. Here's my thing, like, there's, there's, there's uh, do you think the Bashman's in New York still? You know, let's just be going out. I mean, house parties. I mean, yeah, yeah. probably kickbacks. Uh, it's probably evolved to kickbacks right now. I don't know if anybody's uh, doing full on Bashman joints and shit like that. Let's go to Atlanta, yeah. man. Let's bring back the mansion and lawn vibes. Let's do RNC Atlanta. Huh. RNC Atlanta. Hey, RNC, RNC Atlanta was pretty lit for them couple of days that we were there. Where are we out at? Um. Oh, when y'all went to um Red Bull. Yeah, I was yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That the Red shit that we were watching shit. WCW at. What's that? What was that shit called? And Ty said it's closed. Damn, it was where the, it was where the, it was where the QC after party was at, and no one from yeah, QC yeah, was yeah. actually there. Huh. It was actually more. <laughs> it was more two nine people there than QC people. But uh, <laughs> they played YR in front to back. Yeah, I, I was like, was all right, called. cool. I guess this is the QC party. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, speaking of parties, man, NFL is back. I had to put this on the docket for my homeboy Josh here. NFL hey, is back. It's here, man. I'm I'm so excited. You gotta uh, get you that one. Yeah. <laughs> I already went to um, one the, the preseason Rams. game. Yeah, I went to the Rams preseason game. They played the Texans. That shit was cool. How was it? How how what's the feel like in the city? It just felt to be about Super Bowl. Felt, you know what? Defending champions, bro. Get yeah, happy. It definitely was some um, you know, some new vibes in the building. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is there more bandwagoners, or do you feel like it's like? I mean, it's absolutely more people that's like fan fans now. Oh, yeah. a lot more Cooper Cup jerseys, and that's how yeah. I know everyone's new because it's like it, the yeah. last season was this season. Well, what is this guy? Listen, y'all, I don't, I don't watch Cooper this shit. Cup. Yeah, what, what white is wide it? receiver. Was he bad? White he... goat. He's great. He's great. Okay, <laughs> he's great. Did he help us win? Yes. He okay. was The reason why we won. All right. Yes. All right. When is oh when is when is Odell back? Man, who knows? Um, <laughs> he has. We haven't even resigned him yet, so he's still a free agent. What, what, how does that go? Because NBA free agency, I understand it to a certain extent because I, I, you know, I follow NBA in my life. I listen to RSBN. I listen to like Cam, stuff like that. Like, yeah. why haven't they re-signed him yet? He's injured. Um, like, because NBA would have resigned a nigga already. I mean, but he's injured though. So, and then it's like, that's, it's a crazy injury. It's the same injury he's had before. Yeah. Um, he could not be the same. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, he also has a newborn, right? Yeah. He just had a kid recently. Yeah. yeah. Is he still getting money? Because like, like, he's, oh, he's rich. NFL checks be so different, man. Nah, but he's like, like he's, oh damn, man, he's been a bunch of ads. I just seen some shit the other day. He's doing some some teeth shit. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> teeth whitening? Just ads? like Odell teeth? Like this shit crazy, bro. It's a big bag. Yeah, no, I'm saying like Odell's bag is big and nice and is it not? straight. He got enough money to have that dude Brendan just walking around with him on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, because because I was like, bro, like I, I think out of anyone, like Odell is probably like the the coolest looking NFL nigga to me. Yeah, because no, he absolutely. looks like he just look like he could have been in the NBA. Yeah, and I would have been like, oh yeah, that's my nigga right there. Yeah. Just just because of the look, he got the that look. So it's like 
I, I look for him. So I was glad when he came over to LA, but I was like, damn, he's hurt. And they're not resigning it. I'm like, cause it, and, and, I mean, and again, they only signed it for like a million, NFL's right? And it was a ruthless game, bro. I know. I forgot how much he signed for, but it was, it was like a little, it wasn't nothing it was crazy. It was a jump change. Yeah. Compared to what he was just known for. And he had to come in and prove himself, which yeah. he did. If he hadn't got hurt, he would be right back here. He got hurt nice at check. the Super Bowl. Yeah. I turned that shit off. I said, man, I'm not a fan no more. Hey, this man. nigga's gone, man. Nah, he be back. How many games are you going to this year? Uh, shit. Hopefully all of them. <laughs> if God allows me. We're going to change our schedule, right, MC. Yeah. No, we're going to figure it out. But, yeah. I'm trying to go to all of them, honestly. But I know I'm at least going to, like, six. I don't Damn. Know. I'm trying to go to a lot, bro. I, I, that's bring, my just, happy place. Just bring a mic. Let's just do it live from Sophie. Just put, be, just put a yeah, mic they in, 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 in your shirt. Wi-Fi in that bitch. But, <laughs> you absolutely could. You absolutely could. So do you are you and you're still doing fantasy football? Yep, fantasy football league is going crazy. Janky league. Shout out to the janky league. Yeah. What what's the vibes like? Is it is it cutthroat right now? Oh, is it yeah. already crazy? Big what are we shit doing? Talking. Um, we haven't done the draft yet, but niggas been mock drafting. We just did our lottery. Um, I'm number eleven. I'm loving number eleven in the draft. <laughs> I'm loving it. I was at first I was skeptical, but eleven with the snake. Oh, that's like <laughs> two picks in the first round, basically. So I'm going, um, I got a crazy draft strategy. I'm going wide receiver heavy. Okay. Um, I think I'll probably, I, 11th pick, I might get Jamar Chase. I, I did a NFL football, fantasy football one time. I understood nothing that was going on. It's actually made me more of a football fan because now I'm like watching, watching every the game, game and yeah. like really like looking at individual stats, which is a little bit. What's wrong with the game? But yeah. I love it because <laughs> I don't like NBA fantasy football. NBA fantasy football is like it's it's way too. I thought it was like or NBA I'm not fantasy, watching. Yeah. yeah, NBA fantasy is just like I'm like I can't. I, don't I like can't NBA watch fantasy, every game. Yeah, yeah they they too many games. Yeah, they want you to set your lineup like yeah, it's it's a little sick. If I forget, I'm like bro, nigga get injured, nigga DMP for the night. I'm like I can't. It was too much shit to keep up with, yeah. along with like my job. So like, there's no fucking way I could I could have kept up with that. But NFL was easy. It was only 16 weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, I pretty much knew what was gonna happen Sunday morning, and I could you could just set your fucking your your thing just like that. But um, well, I'm I'm looking forward to your NFL stories. Yeah, yeah, it's about to go crazy. I'm uh, I'm trying to figure out a good name for my team. Um, we'll see, we'll see where I land. <laughs> real, real uh, L.A. Richies. Yeah, that's actually not a bad one. <laughs> you tweeted something this week, and you deleted it because you're a coward. Oh, yeah. But uh, you tweeted something, something like I deleted because of the typo. All right, it was, it was, it was, I, I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know. Your phone just type shit. Sometimes. No, I don't know that. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that. You tweeted the festival bubble has bursted. <laughs> I don't know why. Why you delete that? Because I don't know why they added the ed on there. Bursted that. isn't a word, Mark. I was oh, like, what the oh, fuck? How yeah, did that bro. happen? But the fancy, uh, I'm fancy. The festival bubble, yeah, it has burst. Why, why do you feel that way? Um, it just is what it is. It's the, the nature of the game. I think I saw it coming too because it's like a couple, a couple. You know, the the festival culture started to pop off. Yeah, you had like Coachella, which was always around. You had all the EDM festivals, which were always around. Rolling Loud, but then no, but then you had Rolling Loud start to come in. Yeah, then you had like Lollapalooza become a little more hip hop, and then. You just start to see like hip hop becoming more of a, a festival thing, yeah. And you just saw all these festivals start popping up, like, and it's just like when I saw that her had a fir- of music festival, yeah. I said this is too much. Yeah. Everybody has a music festival, right? And it's and it's cool because like you could you could throw a show with a couple of different openers and say it's a festival. That's what a lot of people are doing, but like I just feel like it was just the festival shit was too much. And you know, this past week we saw um, Lost in the Rhythm, yeah, which got canceled. Great fucking lineup. 
Yeah. It got and canceled? Yes. Great fucking oh, lineup. Oh, wow. Great lineup. But it got canceled. Ticket sales ain't moving. And you got all these big names on there. You know, it's like, it's just, it's just, a, it can't sustain himself. The festival business model, I don't know how these motherfuckers do it. Honestly. Like, y'all must be selling some crazy ass because I, I don't think tickets are pushing these festivals like that. Like, you can't tell me that ticket sales is, is sustaining Rolling Loud. With, like, $500 tickets and shit like that. I mean, I guess... <laughs> I don't know. I got to look at that money. Like, just the, the payouts that these artists are getting. You know, Playboy Cardi, Future, Kendrick, these they ain't cheap. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't cheap. <laughs> Especially with the sets. Yeah. They're like the not sets are cheap. Elaborate. Those are million dollar artists. Yeah. You think Cardi, you think Cardi's a million dollar? 800 to a million. Easy. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. But Might as well it, call it a million once you put in production. But aren't the payout, that's true. Aren't the payouts on Rolling Loud, they, they kind of like, if you look at the, the poster, they kind of go up as the as the level of artist goes up. Though, that's right? true. Yeah. But I mean, even just having all them little, I don't know, you're probably paying them little, little rappers 15, 20. I don't know what you're paying. I don't know. I, I know that lineup, when I look at Rolling Loud's lineup, it looks expensive. Like, how much is Coyle Ray making next to, yeah. <laughs> next to Future? But whatever it is, it's like, <laughs> that shit is, it's eating out the budget. Yeah. I feel like, damn, yeah. artist fees is probably ticket sales. So it's like, where else are you going to make that money? Yeah. Just think about it like that. Artist fees are, t- I don't, I don't know the festival music bo- model, but yeah. let's just say that. But it's ad heavy. That's one thing I've seen with Rolling Loud. Rolling is that, Loud, like, yeah. Rolling Loud has a lot of partners. Partnerships. And a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's probably how they're making their money. But then, what is Lost in the Rhythm House? <laughs> Vibes. And if and if and if, <laughs> and if your ticket sales not equaling your 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 lineup, then what you got going? Hold on, let me look at this this lineup, bro. Lineup was crazy. Lost in I the think, Rhythm. I think in general, when I started looking at like these once in a lifetime shows and the long list, like there's an alternative one. I think it's called like the When We Were Young tour, and it oh, had yeah. like all the people from the early 2000s and all those bands. And I was like, okay, I don't know how the hell they're going to afford a whole lot of this. And then I seen one like two months ago that Letty was was um was talking about. There was like some Latin love one that's going down in LA in like December and things like that. I'm like, these have to be insanely expensive to have these once in a lifetime experiences. And yes, it looks nice to have all these names on paper but how the fuck are you gonna pull off paying off all this all right hold on hold on lost in rhythm Wizkid, skepta mm-hmm. sean paul thames wale burner boy lma this is actually like this is where you take that would have been insane yeah devito like you not you didn't even name Wizkid, devito and burner boy like that that's that's three alone that's three million that's itself. like probably like five like come on what's devito asking for yeah. What is WizKid asking for? Everybody's saying that WizKid is, is hot. Even Offset was like, yeah, WizKid would have loved to have you on this, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you taxed my nigga. <laughs> like, Coffee, like, these are all people who, who protege, like, they asking for some money. And, and all in San Jose. Yeah. And then it's like the market. Yeah. Like, they're they're up in NorCal. You know what I'm Man. saying? Like, that can't be cheap, bro. That that It's interesting because it's like, do you think a lot of this shit is going to, like, be like this next year? Like what? What is the what's the economy to level gonna look out? Like I think it just needs to level out. Like it, it's not every market don't need a festival. What? Why are we done? Well, like the thing is, I didn't even see this many festivals when I was a fucking kid. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the crazy part. You about had it. like these like traveling tours, like Vans Warped, and you know you had tours that was just mostly bands, and that was like your festival. 
I think yeah. the first when I was younger, Coachella was like the first one I heard. Coachella yeah. and then EDC. Yeah, that's what I was like festival. That was, that was the first time I ever heard the word festival. Was Coachella and EDC. You could low key say Vans Warped Tour was one of them too. Yeah, but that was like that was kind of like a traveling tour. Like yeah. uh, Vans Warped Tour was very much like the Rock the Mic tour. Yeah, for some you know for that shit. Like, I wish I went to that shit, man. Yeah, right. I wish I'm, I was old enough to go to that shit. Yeah, man. I remember meeting the young guys. And truthfully, on, the, on that tour, there you went. I didn't go, but they did uh, a in store at a. Uh, the Fox Hills Mall. That's that's hard. Um, yeah. What you say, MT? Truthfully, even Coachella, like Coachella, was around for like a decent decade before I even paid attention to it. Like I don't, I don't even think I really paid too much attention to it until I seen Kanye live at yeah. Coachella on live mixtapes, and I was just like, "What the fuck is Coachella?" And I look at it, and it's a live performance, and then you see Weekend do it, and then so on and so forth. And Coachella was kind of birthed out of like Woodstock '99, doing all yeah. of that bullshit. Like yeah. that, that's where that got. But it was like, "Oh, we're not doing all that crazy shit. You're gonna be safe here." type shit and that's where that kind of got popular i watched that woodstock 99 documentary on netflix too how was it um it's it's what three parts coachella was around in 99 coachella been around that's what i said but i mean like it, it, it kind of started as a reflection of how bad woodstock 99 was as well. yeah it wow, became, so became popping i'm trying to figure out the first coachella it might have been like I, I think it was 2000 it was, yeah i think it was 2000 i think it was 2000 wasn't it no nah, they did one in 99 for sure i'm just looking at the lineup for that but you could it say might have been like months after Woodstock, maybe. But you could say that like it getting popular was kind of an offshoot of the fact that Woodstock was such a shit show, though. Like in terms of yeah. just like it being the the nice festival to go to. Yeah. Even if it even if it just you know kind of popped up and people like noticed it, they were like there was there was somewhere that people could go to because there was a lack of that with um, Woodstock going away. But as far as the documentary, like I feel like this doc that Woodstock shit ninety nine is not going to be good until you get like Fred Durst on that shit. Because neither the mm. neither the HBO one or the Netflix one had Fred Durst, and it's like that's the one you want to talk to because like that's what started. Now, other than like the water being four or five dollars, that performance is where that whole shit really popped off. The riot people started, started, yeah. When the riot started, like if y'all had, if y'all can't get this dude talking about, like I would just love to hear the the perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have loved it. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to him. Like if DMX could have talked about his experience during that shit, like that was oh, yeah. another moment. Hmm. on that Woodstock that was like, yo, he was a rock star on that shit. Like, in terms of just, like, black people being there, it was, it was, DMX has to pop that shit off. Limp Biscuit popped that shit off. And corn. But, like, hmm. it's, in terms of just, like, the way festivals go now, it's like, you can't even have no shit like that no more. Like, rocking isn't as big as it used to be. It's cr- oh, no, this, this, <laughs> this is not even about the actual topic. Go ahead. Overall, <laughs> the Woodstock shit. We had a documentary about this last year on yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Why is there was another it? one? Wait, there was another HBO. one on Hulu? It was HBO. No, 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 no. I think, I think it means HBO. HBO, okay. Yeah. So the new one's on Hulu. The new one's on Netflix. On oh, Netflix. Oh, okay. Why, why do I need two Woodstock documentaries? It was, it's 25 years, right? MC? I think um, that's why. 99, so around that. But I would say that it did give two different perspectives. HBO one was good. I did I say the HBO one Netflix one gets a little bit more granular. Yeah, the, 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 the Netflix one allows you to do day by day. The, oh, yeah. Um, because it's three, it's three parts. The yeah. the HBO one is like a like an actual documentary. I like personally. I'm 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 for the HBO one. I thought that that was a little bit stronger than the Netflix right. one, and it kind of yeah. got you from performance to performance. So of like what the fuck happened, especially yeah. at the end. The third episode of the Netflix one is just like we're gonna get to the the Red Hot Chili Peppers part. And we're gonna skip right past the other shit. Like, huh. and a lot of stuff was, was kind of retold because obviously the, the HBO one with Bill Simmons came out first. But it was like yeah. I, I, I'm not sure why, unless they were like making them both at the same time. I just, oh, it, it happens a lot too, a lot of stories sometimes. Yeah. Like, I just feel like I've seen, it's like, um, it's what happened with Firefest. What happened with Firefest? Yeah, yeah, Firefest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it happened with the, um, 
the girl who killed her boyfriend or made her boyfriend commit suicide. Oh, uh, I love you now dies. Yeah, there it was, was a, a couple there was different HBO yeah. documentary. Then the Hulu joint came out earlier this year. I didn't like the the Hulu joint. Even fucking um, the fucking Thanos, fucking Elizabeth Smart. I think her name was. Oh, uh, Theranos. Yeah, yeah. Theranos. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Thanos. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hey, Josh for sure. Hey, y'all, y'all caught that. <laughs> hey, y'all caught that? It's not the catch. Think about it. <laughs> I got confused between this fucking anime Marvel shit and the fucking anime bitch. Marvel anime shit, bro. Marvel shit. I mean, it's animated. It's anime, nigga. It's funny what? that y'all don't consider that anime. It's the same shit, though. <laughs> Yo, y'all about to piss off so many. You about to piss off so many people on Dragon Ball Super Weekend. Hey, and, uh, hey. The fuck that is. <laughs> anime is, is animation made in Japan. Okay. So it's so Marvel's made in America. It's not uh, anime. All right. <laughs> But she just said Thanos, and you said you don't watch none of that shit. I don't, but I know what Thanos is. Niggas, there's so many memes about that shit, bro. I just could know you, it all. Could, just... could you describe? Could you describe Thanos to us? He's just a big nigga, bald head, purple, <laughs> <laughs> Infinity Stones and some shit. Yeah, I see a LeBron meme where he was at one time. Oh like, my god! Yeah, come on, I know a little something. Hey, come on, you are y'all world, man. You, nah, <laughs> so I, I can't even bring myself to watch that shit. It's funny, like I'll be trying, like damn, let me like. But they really not no like the thing is that Josh is like if you wanted to even really watch something like that you would have had to be like hyper focused and like on yeah. that type of shit for years you would have had to know all the background and shit like that like there's Which really I used to watch X Men the cartoon like I seen that on HBO I seen the little cartoon oh X Men shit that's on HBO for it's a on minute. Disney or Disney yeah that shit Disney. was fire I used to love that cartoon I I just, Yo, what's with all the Disney cuts as of recently I hear people going crazy with these shows getting cut oh HBO, or is it no HBO it's not cuts. it's HBO, HBO right not yeah. Disney. They gotta. They they, they yeah. said four billion. They said we gotta cut four billion in in revenue. We gotta cut four billion in debt, man. Yeah, like, we're not licensing this shit no more. Yeah, Nobody like watching this shit. Like I, I know that it, it sucks. Like uh, again, like the the way that they do stuff on digital, like you know, it, it's bad to say this. Like I I really don't see. I I don't see a reason why people are. You know what I'm saying? Like I see why people are rather pirating shit or they're buying physical. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah, in this digital world, even with music, they'll take some shit off and it'll mm-hmm. be gone. Like. What are, what are some recent shit that, that's been taken off? I remember they, they took off some soundtracks that, that that have been up on Spotify forever, and they're gone. Like it took years for for Prodigy, uh, HNIC to go up on, on streaming. It's like that could be gone tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we and what would we say about it? You know what I'm saying? Like the the digital future is like is fucked up. You know what I mean? They took they took down a lot of shows on HBO Max. They took down 200 episodes of Sesame Street, which is kind of weird. It's just like. What? They were riding in the streets off that Sesame Street. At least that's how it felt on Twitter. Niggas was riding over that Sesame Street. Was they watching it though? That was my thing. Was like, what? I, I <laughs> have no idea. Was... <laughs> you watching Sesame Street? What this is weird. The fuck are you watching it? Were you watching it? Like, I, I don't understand that part. Like, when they were like, they took down 200 episodes. I scrolled past it, like, whatever. And then so I saw like <laughs> some people upset about. It. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. I, like, you know, a lot of stuff goes down from the from from the from that shit. Like, I I buy a lot of media. Like, I buy a lot of physical media still. Like, I, I still buy Blu-rays and DVDs and shit like that, just because like I I, I like to have you know physical copies of shit. Like, I, I mm-hmm. you know just the way that, that I like to do things. So it's like they take down like the Batman movies every other damn month, and then they come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, who who knows what it is with Sesame Street? I I'm not watching that shit. Or someone like they take down a lot of cartoons and shit, right? That, I think so. I don't even watch those cartoons. So like. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'd be like, when niggas be like, oh, yeah, like, they be uh, uproar. It's like, you're not watching that shit, because if you watch, they wouldn't take it down. Yeah. That's do, you think, the, do, you, do you feel as though, like, it, like my, my theory was that they looked at watch times for that yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, that, I mean, and they got all this data. Low, they're yeah. like, yo, no one's watching this shit. We're licensing this shit for X amount of money yeah. every month. 
remove this shit. Yeah, they, they they put Abbott Elementary up there. I bet you that shit going crazy. Yeah, they're putting the shit that people want to watch. So I, I think the streaming is just an incredibly tough market to break into. And I said this a couple weeks ago when we talked about the HBO Max layoffs and the Discovery shit a couple weeks ago on, on our show. It's an incredibly hard market to get into. You don't make money doing this shit. So it's like if, if, if you're holding this like, oh, HBO is doing this shit. What, like Netflix ain't doing it right either. They be canceling mad shows every other damn week. Yeah. They cancel shows without even having the first season done. I think they just kind of thought that volume was the name of the game. Yeah, and it's not. And it's not. It's, yeah. it's more curated and it's like, it's actually like story building. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the shows that have spinoffs and things like mm-hmm. that, that's what that does really well. So they're trying to figure that that flow out. They love the, again, the Disney model, the Marvel model. They, yeah. love, they love those fucking shows. As terrible as they look, they love those shows. So they're going to do more of those shows. So it's like if HBO is hyper-serving you know, their audience, which we, which we said the other week was women that love 90 Day Fiance and stuff like that. And men that love <laughs> Game of Thrones, Batman, Superman. They're going to keep hyper serving those people because they're buying the shit. They're watching the shit. They're not watching fucking bubble guppies or whatever the fuck got cut off. It just is what it is, <laughs> man. Drewski hands to it, bro. Like, uh, Was that a really a show? Bubble oh. guppies is a show. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> nah, because remember Gullah Gullah Island? That used to be my shit. <laughs> With the fucking frog. Mm-hmm. That was like the first kind of like black show. Is that on HBO Max? No, that's a Nickelodeon show. That's got to yeah. be streaming somewhere, right? I think, it's on, hmm. I think it's on Paramount Plus. I think it's on Paramount Plus. I think it's on Paramount yeah, Plus. Like even Paramount Plus, I'm like, how do y'all, how are y'all making money bringing Beavis and Butthead back? Hey, you know what my favorite streaming service is right now? I'm about to put y'all on some shit. It's just shit called what, Tubi. Nah, movie. You funny. <laughs> I haven't been on Tubi. Tubi, Tubi got some bullshit. <laughs> I, the most I go with bad movies is like Amazon. If you make it to Amazon, I'm like, all right, I can watch your terrible movies. Like they got all the Detroit films and shit, but I can't do Tubi. I can upload a movie right now. I got some movies on my phone that I made. That I can upload. We uploading a black print to Tubi, bro. Yeah. Watch us on that shit. But um, Mubi, M U B I. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That got all like the award winning fo- uh, movies and shit. It's not like and I don't know if you heard of Criterion. That's like yeah, the, like yeah. fuck that one. That's like the highbrow. Like I'm not trying to watch That's black what... and white films from the twenties, <laughs> nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. You try, you not trying to watch Casablanca? No, I do not give a watch fuck. It. This nigga ain't watching Citizen Kane, nigga. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but movie got like newer shit. Got a bunch of foreign films. Um, a lot. Of, it's funny. They got this new Takashi. Or not, I don't even think it's new, but this Takashi Mike. He's like a Japanese director. Yeah, he's the violent, yeah. Ichi the Killer, and stuff yeah, like that. He yeah, he got. They got one of his movies up there. I just saw it yesterday. I'm. A, I'm a, what was it called? My um, shit. What was it called? Now showing. I just added. To I'm gonna tell shit. you this right now. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Josh. You can't talk no shit about no Marvel niggas in there. <laughs> Why? Because I watched Takashi Mike. No, because you watching some real like pinky up type shit. Like this it, is- Ichi the. Ichi the Killer. That's what I was just said. I just said Ichi the Killer. Oh, I didn't hear you. My bad. Yeah, I'm about to watch that. Oh, don't eat before you watch it. You know what? I watched the. the <laughs> I was oh, watching the, the trailer and I was like, yeah, I need to be just like high and just kind of. I don't even it. know if you want to be high watching that shit. That movie's violent as it's fuck. Violent as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's doing some wild shit. It's yeah, just getting face bit off. Yeah, like, don't don't eat before watching Ichi the Killer. I know a lot of people that have watched that movie are probably going to be like, Josh, turn back now. I'm I'm gonna let the nigga watch that shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know, I like a good uh award winning. But again, slasher. Yeah, it's not even a slasher, but it could be. It's like some gangster shit. It goes to yeah, it is a gangster movie, but um, it, it goes to what you just said. Like movies, very curated. You're only gonna find this type yeah. of movie on that. I found that, and, and this is the thing is that people have said this too, and I don't know why the why the mood has changed because there are things being taken down. Again, I've said so many times. I'm just scrolling through, and I know you've done this too. Like you're just scrolling through all your apps, and you're just like, I don't know what the fuck to watch. Bro, it's I do that every day. That's why I'm over here watching fancy football, fucking <laughs> YouTubers. Like, 
Bro, every day I get on these apps, look for something to watch, and end up on Seinfeld. Like, <laughs> this shit is just whack. Like, and that's why I'm like, I, I need something that's like curated, like movie. Yeah. And I need something that's just like, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm a big fan of Apple TV right now. Shout out to them. What they doing? They do some good stuff. I got to finish Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is good. I like um, Luke. I'm watching that with um with um uh, what's her Maya name? Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Gotta watch that. I, the, the second lead in that is trans. I just found out. Okay, I, I'm like seven episodes deep. And, you and never noticed. I didn't notice until I was like, your girl was like, trans? your girl was like, yeah, stupid. No, she was <laughs> like, we were both like, is she? And then we looked it up and we're like, oh shit, she's trans. It was amazing, actually. Good, it's good. Uh, is, is, is actress? Yeah, actress. I yeah. can't. Um, what's her name? Gotta shout her out because she's doing an amazing um job on this. And show. I said, what, what's that? What's that? What's that about? Lou, oh, so it's about it's funny. It's like some Bezos shit. It's like it's <laughs> yeah, this chick, I think it really is Bezos. Yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to be honestly. It's like this chick who's married to this tech tycoon. Yeah, um, they divorce in the first episode. He has like a younger chick that he's messing with, and she has all this money, and comes to find out that she has this foundation that's in her name. Yeah, that's like her foundation. So she goes to like work for that with all this money, and it's like her transition and juxtaposition of having money and now having to work. And, and not just, having to work. Yeah, and working for a non-profit. I'm check that out. It's it, pretty dope. It's I funny. put money behind this shit. That's why you know it ain't canceling that you know anytime soon. MJ Rodriguez is her name. Oh yeah, she's she's good. She was on yeah. Pose. Oh yeah, yeah, she, she was. was. Yeah, I looked yeah, her up and I saw it. MJ good. Rodriguez is good. Um, it's a lot of just funny characters on this show. This this yeah. cast is like a. Uh, I hope it gets renewed for a season two. I'm I'm still going through season one, but we usually do. Ron Funches, I guess. His name oh yeah, is. he's a comedy guy. Yeah, he's hilarious in the show. Big wrestling fan, also. Oh shit, we gotta try to get him on. Yeah, you know, something. Big, big hey, wrestling fan. Um, um, yeah. You know what I'm on? This is y- y'all are gonna be like Josh is talking about all this like highbrow shit. You know what I'm addicted to right now? What? Catfish. I knew. Oh, hey, well, did you see? It? Oh, did you brother. watch the Monty, the Matai Tail shit or Tail? I have not watched Manti it. Tail. I haven't watched What's it. it? Yet. How do you say this kid's name? Manti Tail. Manti Tail. Yeah. Manti Tail. Untold the Netflix shit. Untold, Bro, right? you gotta watch this if you. Is that this. crazy? Yes, it's crazy as fuck. I remember when it happened. I remember when it happened too. No, but it be, was killing them. Imagine being a football fan while the whole shit. I watched the Heisman shit. Yeah, the grandma dying, the girl dying. I watched it all the way through to the scandal. Were you like, yo, this is this guy's amazing? Like he's one. Of I mean, I I was never a Notre Dame fan, so I was yeah. just like this thing. But um, <laughs> like, he's got this guy. But he was, and honestly, like it's funny they kind of talk about it, touch on it. Like without the story, mm. his season wouldn't have been that great. He was not to say yeah. he was average, but he was like an above average outside line. But the thing is that the grandma dying was like that's that's crazy. The yeah. girlfriend dying too. On the that's same what made day, it. that's <laughs> bro. I I got some theories. That's why I need you to watch it. We could talk about it on the B side right, we'll, next we'll, episode. I'm gonna watch it when I when I when I when we finish recording today. Yeah. But catfish is so crazy because this show has been around for eight seasons, eight years. Oh yeah. Is it, Nev still there? Neve is still there. Now it's this girl, oh, uh, uh, this girl Cammy. That dude Max isn't there no more. It's Cammy. Huh. I watched the episode with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh no! Where and this is like old Machine Gun Kelly. This when he was still trying to rap. This is like oh, an old episode, like the rock star. And it has this girl who said she was being catfished by these uh, these lesbians, and she said that like, yo, like you know, I I, I you know I'm uh, she, what, she's like West Indian or something like that. I think she's like from the Caribbean. She was like, it's not good for me to be to be you know gay or whatever. So she was just like, I just want to you know I'm tired of being played with because you know I can't really talk about it with with my people. Yeah. She you you end up finding out that she had basically paid off these girls to set up this catfish thing so she could go on TV and come out. Wow. And, it's like a, a double catfish, and, double and she, entendre catfish. And one of the girls snitched. <laughs> double catfish. <laughs> <laughs> I 
What the fuck? So the girl said, listen, she told Neve, she was like, listen, man, I'm going to just keep it, keep it 100 with you right now. So she triple crossed her? She, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. That was a triple cross. Look, so yeah. the thing is, this the, the girl that snitched was the ex girlfriend of the girl that supposedly was catfishing. Her. Uh. So she was like, I was only going along with it because me and my ex are still good friends, and she said that we wanted to help this girl out. But the way that she was talking about us, like she was like the girl was talking real crazy about you know lesbians. She was oh, like, shit. yeah, like this shit crazy. Like y'all, they, like they, she was talking crazy about lesbians the whole, and they were just standing there like. We go through this shit. She was saying all types of crazy shit it's about wild. them. And she was like, let me just tell you right now. Like, what the fuck is Machine Gun Kelly saying? Machine Gun Kelly said, so y'all, so, so these motherfuckers is just basically going to be playing us right now. And he was just like, calm down, man. Calm down. It's okay. <laughs> he goes to the car and says, yeah, man, she just wanted to be on fucking TV. So the girl, the black girl leaves and comes back and they, like they're, they're all out in the, in the, um, on the yard. Slow. The girlfriend comes out and she's acting like she's just like, I can't believe you would do this. And then the girl, the girl that snitched was like, the game's over, yo. I, I told, I told everything. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly's like, Yo, yo, you a sucker. You a sucker. And he said it to the girl. <laughs> she wants it She runs in the car. <laughs> and he's like, she rolls the window. Like, Let me, I'm going to tell you right now, you're a terrible human being. You're a, you're a horrible citizen. You're a sucker. He's like chasing the car down and she's in. And he's like, he's <laughs> super pissed off about this shit. And she just doesn't even give a fuck that she did this. And I was like, yo, Catfish is kind of lit. Like, as, as a show, it's lit. But it's, it's dumb, but it's lit. I can't watch reality TV, bro, because it's not reality. I feel what's like the there's elements. It, what's the best? It's dumb, but it's lit. What's the best? It's dumb, but it's lit show ever. Um, damn, homeboys in outer space. <laughs> Shit, Mad TV. Mad TV. What? Well, yeah, it's yeah. dumb, but it's lit. Uh, Bat- yeah. Mad TV. Yeah, I didn't have as much. Miss Kwan. Most underrated Mad TV skit. Sex Toy Story. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. Buzz Lightyear was a vibrator. <laughs> no, that's a good. Mad TV has some shit. Sex oh, I remember. Toy Look story. what I can do. The, yeah, uh, love that kid. Shout out to shout out to Josh, uh, R. Kelly skit, world's greatest statutory rapist. Oh, they yeah. was they was <laughs> like niggas. Greatest <laughs> statutory <laughs> rapist. Hey, don't shout me out for that, bro. What the fuck? I'm an R. Kelly fan, folks. I'm not with that song in five. But you do uh, it though. Oh man, another one. Uh, Michael Jackson. I do like girls. The, to the beat of uh uh. <laughs> What was the song you did with Chris Tucker in the video? Oh, uh, uh, you rock my world. You rock my world, yeah. And it was it was Aerie Spirit saying, "I do, I do like See? girls." You know, no, I hey, I'm telling you, man, she they was some hell of a skills. They was crazy. <laughs> Kenny Rogers, yeah. Kenny Loggins, or somebody. Yeah. No, I mean, we what's the they did with the Mariah Carey, and they had Missy Elliott uh, uh, keep touching her ass, and the brat kept touching her. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, bro. Or or motherfucking. Uh, the Whitney Houston Bobby Brown was too green. Nah, that, that was shit, too on point. That was is Matt TV accurate. on HBO? No. It's on it's one not. of these streaming services. It's not. Is it? No. Nah, oh, on, I did want to confirm that Gullah Gullah Island is on Paramount+. Plus. What is? Uh, Gullah Gullah Island is confirmed on Paramount+. Plus. Let me look yeah, at Mad TV. Mad not. TV it's is... It's on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. I got I to gotta tap it. Unless it left that. recently, but I know that it was on there for sure. Yeah, it's not showing HBO Max on mine. It's saying it's $1.99 an episode. B? Hell no. Nah. I'm gonna just get the the uh, oh yeah it, le- it left uh, HBO Max in May. Damn. Yeah. It, Damn. Uh, yeah. It, it left in May. But yeah, man. It's, catfish. D- stupid, but it's lit. Um. Speaking of speaking of stupid, but it's lit. Hey, we we at the hour mark, man. I think we officially at the hour mark. Even with yeah. even with, are are we are we are, are we MC? Even with the even with the edits, yes, we're going about twenty seconds in. I guess we could wrap it up with you know as far as just downsizing in general. Could festivals 
benefit from that. Like, I think of Made in America, and I'm just like, Made in America, I feel like, has it down as far as just solid headliners, nothing too wild, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Like, if people kept it to that size, I think we would be all right. Oh, no, man. I just think. I mean, Made in America, I, I I didn't even see it. That just happened, right? Or is it happening recently? It's happening. It's about to happen. Labor Day. It's Labor Day weekend, ain't it? Let's it's see Labor how it look, man. Let's see how it look. Uh, Uzi, Uzi headlining? Is it, it's not Bad Bunny? I hope so. Oh, it's Bad, Bad Bunny and Bunny. Tyler. Is Bad Bunny headlining? Yeah, Bad Bunny Tyler. Yeah. It's gonna, we're going to see. We're going to talk about Bad Bunny in, uh, in a second yeah. on Patreon. So <laughs> make sure you stick subscribe, around. Subscribe, bro. <laughs> subscribe to Patreon. Get my close friends. You can see me. We got a we got a big fall. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some stuff on, on Patreon that we've been we've been thinking about. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, any last words, Josh? Um, you know, stay positive and progressive, folks. That's my last words. I like that. That's that's a good way. To, good way to go out. Uh, we'll see you guys in about a week for Black Parent Radio. Uh, I'm J Five for MC and Josh Pease. See you guys later. Quit dry to bust a move. She played the passage. Check my mail, grab lunch, something casual. Did the stainless Daytona with the three clocks. Low key, all them people seen was a white drop. Four G's for the sweatsuit. I might hit the opera. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Let's start with a bop. Oof, you guys are gonna love this one. Okay, callers, is the album worth a listen? It's so good. I bet you would love the intro. Let's play it. Whoa, a win like that calls for some victory music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back. Yes, sir. Black Print Radio. Had to, had to get you on a little wave this evening, you know what I mean? J5 here. Josh P's, a.k.a. Max P. Oh wow, that's a good one, right? <laughs> that was, yeah, that's yeah. a good one, right? <laughs> I, I'm I I remain very like impressed by the speed of which you find like how to do this every every no, week. That's, that's my thing, man. Like that that is crazy. We got a, we got a big show uh, today, Blackburn Radio. Of course, we got our we got our guy MC on the boards as well. MC, what's up? You know, I thought it was completely random when Josh asked me the other week, where's real Boston Richie from? And he asked if he was from West Palm. And I was like, who are you talking about? But now I realize he reps that Duval. So now I'm uh, now I'm more of a fan than I was a couple of weeks ago. Tallahassee, man. You know what I'm saying? He was saying from Tallahassee or some shit, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I don't see. Miami is so weird to me. I don't know. Duval, Florida, Dwayne, all that. Yeah. Dwayne, I don't know. <laughs> D-Wade County. <laughs> I don't know, man. But we got a big show. This week, we uh, listen, I've been waiting for this since they called in a couple months ago on our first an- inaugural episode of Black Print before we knew what the name was going to be first. Uh, I mean, these these two brothers, man, friends of the show. Legends. Legends. I mean, let's just start off with that. Legends. You know what I'm saying? What 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 other what other verbiages can we give? These no, guys? I just you know, when I think about um. Like, you know, back in the day, VH1 used to have those shows with the talking heads. Oh, uh, I love the 90s. And yeah, shit. yeah, they should be the, they should have their own show of talking heads. <laughs> just them. They have, they're like the encyclopedia of culture and hip hop. And absolutely. Uh, I'm honored to actually be in a group chat with these guys. So 
Oh, I shit. I'm yeah. I'm honored that they fucking know me, man. But big B and D, welcome to Jeff and Eric Rosenthal. It's the real man. What's up? Yo, first of all, guys, uh, <laughs> shout out to all of Duval County. Um, please don't, please don't, don't make fun of them, guys. Come on. Hey, yeah, no. <laughs> real you know, this is real Boston Jeff on the check-in. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even get that. Well, I, Boston Duval, like, I'm so confused by this guy and his, his origin story. <laughs> I just want to shout out Duval County's finest, Jeremy Corellis. Is he from Duval? Shout out. <laughs> is he from Duval? No, he's from Boston. Shout out Jeremy. We gotta get Jeremy on the show. That, that's actually a good idea, also. Uh, but what's what's going on, fellas? I mean, you you guys got a big week ahead. You guys dropping videos, dropping like making me cry with all of the memories and shit, man. What's up? <laughs> Listen, when you're a legend like we are, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can 15 years in the game this week. So yeah. we've um We've been celebrating that, looking back at a, a very long and, um, you know, a, a good, uh, solid career that we've built. No, I love it, man. Because, like, for me, you got when I first, like, the blog era of hip-hop that everyone loves so much, the blog era, this is, like, I love that era of hip-hop, like, really, like, made me, like, who I am today. And you guys are kind of, like, providing the comedy relief for all that shit. So, like, to just be friends, I'm like, oh, shit, this is dope. Just, like, a not a full circle moment, but just, like, a moment where, like, oh, okay, I'm here. Like, yeah. Yeah. I and wish you guys were still doing the skits. I want to be in one. Like, can we can we do one? <laughs> can we just do one for one you know time's sake? Yo, we, we do we, we do have ideas for, for sketches. And it's funny, like, Jeff and I will walk around New York City. We've been doing this for... 15 years and when i say doing this i mean like walking around new york city just <laughs> like re- remarking on things commenting on things it's funny that you mentioned like the i love the 90s stuff because that's that's what we do with or without cameras you know we just comment on stuff we feel like we have a good perspective and you know we tell stories but uh sketches are always in our heart you know we talk about that we call ourselves hip-hop sketch comedians still to this day and i think that the sketches are are not uh over i think that we have you know ideas on on different ways to elevate it and and uh and do cool things as we move forward yeah and and again it's resonated like so much throughout the culture and and it's like one of the one of my like most earliest memories of being like an okay hashtag internet rap fan back in the early 2000s was you know what i'm saying like where are you guys well thank you you know it's funny when we think about and we've been doing a lot of thinking as we've dug through all of our archives. When I say like all of our archives, all the hard drives, all the emails, Jeff literally went on a four hour sojourn, right? To (laughs) Coney Island to buy a $30 VCR last week. Yeah, I met a 70 year old uh, shirtless Ukrainian man who was in fantastic shape. So I'm not not even like, you know, friend like, you know, he was shirtless, no, he, he was in fantastic shape. Um, but yeah, I, I bought a $30 VCR off him. He, he threw in a double VHS copy of Ben Hur, but like <laughs> it was, it was to, which we haven't watched yet. I've never seen Ben Hur. Have you guys seen Ben Hur? Oh, listen, uh, we have a VHS player and two yeah. cassette tapes. So, oh, I, oh, yeah. oh um, we, we just love Ben Hur out in Virginia, in Norfolk, Virginia. We, <laughs> yeah, we love yeah. I know you want to talk about Better Call Saul, but we can talk about Ben Hur. We got to get to Saul later on the show, man. I, we, we, I, I really oh, want to yeah. tap you in. Know, but we've been but we've been going through all the archives and we watch all these old videos, you know, whether it's VHS, whether it's mini DV, whether it's like the stuff on the hard drives or whatever. Flip cam. Flip cam. You go back and you find this stuff and it's like it's it's such an important time, such a transitional period. And it meant the world to us 
that our content could be seen by us, an audience that appreciated it. You know, like, because the truth of the matter is 15 years ago, 2007, Jeff and I could be making, you know, comments about what's going on in hip hop to each other. And that's as far as it could have gone. But what the internet provided, what places like Nah Right and Two Dope Boys and Misinfo and on and on, all those sites gave us was an audience of people who were so devoted and, and equally interested in reading Elliot Wilson's, mm -hmm. you know, uh, editor's letters or knowing what's going on between like game and G unit or, you know, all the, all the things that, that we were all interested in, we had something to say and we were thrilled that, you know, we were welcomed into these circles the way we were. And that 15 years later, you know, we're on a call like this with like-minded people who like, who still get it, you know? No. And, and again, it, it's a, it's a, you know, me and Josh were talking about this off mic uh, right before it was like, it, it's crazy to be on the other side of this again and be like, oh, yeah, we're talking to it's the real. And and when people say like, you know, people saw us like post up the, the flyer and stuff like that, they were like, oh, oh, wow, this is what I wanted to hear. You know, it's like it, it like is it is it still like weird to you guys to be on the other side of the mic sometimes and just like be on something like this with us? Yeah. I, I mean, like somebody hit me up today, a friend who said, like, how does it feel to be uh like OGs in the game? And I was like, well, I felt pretty good until you called me an OG. But like. <laughs> I think that um, it, it's it's crazy to be thought of as as more than you think of yourself sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like I because, I, I, you know, you guys see like the work that we put out, but you don't see the the harder um, conversations and like the the quieter moments and like all of that stuff. And so it's weird to that people out there are like, oh, you're doing something important when I, I see 24 hours of unimportant stuff. And I don't know if, <laughs> if you guys go through this as well, but it's always been something where like Jeff and I, you know, we're, we're front facing, we present all of our stuff. It's like for almost 15 years, we were putting out weekly content, right? I mean, like mm -hmm. the last two years, we've kind of been like quiet about the work that we've been doing behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But like when you're, when you're putting stuff out there on a regular basis, people assume and that's part of it is, is the way that we present it is that everything's fine, right? Like you don't show them, you don't show them the downs. You don't show them the, the mistakes that you make. You don't show them the times that people like promise you something and don't deliver. You don't show them, you know, the, the times that you're not making money, like all these things. And it was important to us this week when we're dropping these videos every day as we have on social media. Um, it's important to us to show that like, this 15 year journey that we've been on has not only been the cool stuff that people have seen and we've presented, but like real stuff. Like we sold the TV show to MTV in 2015 and we get into why it never got made mm -hmm. or, you know, we get into the fact that we lost our dad and, and I don't know, you know, we've talked about it on our podcast and, you know, we've shared like, you know, uh, uh, conversations about loss with certain people on the podcast, but like, there's a lot of people out there who may know us from one thing or another, but don't know the real life stuff that we've been through and the way that we've carried ourselves both in good times and bad. And that was super important to us to like give a, a fuller picture this week of what it takes to, to remain relevant and, and, you know, for, for us to get along for, for all this time and to, you know, to, to still put out content in, 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 you know, in a regular basis. Yo, absolutely. Like even on my, on my end, I've been making content almost 10 years now, making podcasts and all that stuff. I still forget to press record when we do this show. So like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still forget some things like that. I think like the biggest thing. Recorded? No, no, it's, 
but but I mean, like like Josh, like you, like you are you are now like I I say like one of the one of my biggest victories is 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 goading Josh into becoming a content creator or a cash creator as he calls yeah. himself. Like is is that something that you see where it's like, oh man, I see I see how this is on the other side now. No, I it's I feel it on the other side too because I'm like, damn, like just being consistent, showing up every week, and like you know making sure I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But um, but I'm glad you guys kind of touched on that because like people don't see the other side, and I think that's something that you know the content creators of the world should show. I feel so funny saying that word, content creators. But I think I, I don't know why I, it's just such a funny term. It feels like I should be doing a TikTok dance when I say. It. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I have um, sorry not to cut you off, but I have such an issue with content creator because I feel like it makes it feel so cheap. Um, like it, it feels like the work that you put in is just like gristle for the, uh, for the mill, you know, it's just like, and, and so like, I've never identified as a content creator and I, I don't think that you guys should either. I think that we should all aspire to be something more specific and something better than just like, Hey, we're making a slop for people to fucking you know, <laughs> shoveling it over <laughs> yeah. because, and, and again, like content creator has a obviously has like a negative connotation that people have 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 kind of like they've, they've given that to like assholes right they good it's like the jake and logan pauls of our era and stuff like that and and it's like it's not really all that like there's, there's a bunch of hustle that goes along with it it's like it's getting this 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 you know the material that we use to actually record the mics and stuff like that and it was like even when i was telling josh oh yeah we're gonna need an xlr mic <laughs> we're gonna need all this stuff i was like i hope i'm not like scaring him away from this <laughs> before he even starts no for me it's, it's just Whoa. a part of doing the, it's the tools to doing the job and that's you know and but the, the other side that i like i really think you know what you guys are showcasing now currently with the show and just what you guys have always done is just like People need to see behind that curtain and not see that this is like, you know, it's not all fun and games all the time. It's it's a serious things happen in life. Like, ain't shit funny. Yeah. It's like we laugh at the pain, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's yeah. actually something yeah. going on behind it. We want to, you know, keep a straight face for you guys. When we were in, so uh, a few years ago, we went down to Atlanta and we wanted to get a bunch of interviews done down there. And, and yeah, I, I know you guys know, maybe some people in the audience know, uh, at the end of the year, we would do this thing called um, 12 Days of Podcast. So for the 12 Days of Christmas leading up to Christmas Day, when a lot of other people were on vacations or traveling or or just off, um, we would fill that void and we would provide you know new podcasts every day, hit you with 12 episodes in 12 days. So we wanted to keep to that. We were down in Atlanta and one of the recordings that we did was with young baby Tate and we were super excited about her. She's like all personality. We knew we would get along famously and we had an amazing interview. We go back to New York and we had recorded at a very famous studio down there mm-hmm. and, and we're not going to name it, but like, you know, it's it, it rhymes with Bloppler. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, you walk around, you see all the plaques, you hear all the stories and you know who's been and recorded in what room and whatever. And so you're dealing with professionals here. Meanwhile, we go back to New York. They send the files and I sound fine and Tate sounds fine. And Jeff, no joke, sounds like he's underwater. And we're just like, <laughs> you know panicking right because you know we got deadlines and you send this to like you know you send it to all the the engineers you know right the best engineers that you could find and and everyone's like always willing to help but like when you record something poorly to begin with there's there's not much saving it a lot of times so what we did was we went up to our best friend greg's studio um back in our hometown 30 minutes north of here and we put jeff in the booth 
and we had him re-record everything. When I'm saying everything, <laughs> I mean the longs. I mean like the reactions. Hold on, hold on, I'm- hold on. This is so funny because the producer of our very podcast, MC, he's on this right now. <laughs> he did the exact same thing. And I thought he was the craziest fucking person I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> well, I mean, don't take that away from MC. Like, he is the craziest person. In my life. <laughs> but like, but like, it's 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 so over the top, and and no, and we never talked about it, and no one would know, right? Except for us. Oh, and, and, and no one did had- know. I, I don't even remember what episode it was. MC, do you remember what episode that was? It had to be at least like episode two. And I felt like such a jackass because as I was doing the as I was doing like the the real live like laughter and things like that, I'm trying to match the laughter and make sure it's right. Like, oh, 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 and make it sound nice. Oh, it was horrible. Yo, Jeff. So we're you know, this is a a lengthy process. And we had Jeff in there for hours because we're like, no, no, no. You need to laugh more naturally. And he got so sick of us. <laughs> It's, it's it's over the top and 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 no one sees it no one realizes it but like you know what at the end of the day it made us feel good and you put out a, a better product and i think that's the bottom line you guys are right like maybe we should pray for content creators like it is a very tough life so. <laughs> <laughs> well well i mean you know just us you know what i'm saying not anybody just just yeah. us like uh, um so like even with all of these things like you guys obviously like 15 years in the game like what 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 do you guys like did, did you guys appreciate more like now being ogs or, or did you guys love like the 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 beginning stages of it like when you guys were making those mistakes and stuff like that like what what do you kind of cherish the most in these 15 years well i do love my current schedule which like i can nap every day which is like amazing it's called the <laughs> siesta <laughs> um, but, but like those early days it just felt so you were just running off adrenaline like all the time. Like I remember there was a sense of wonder that I don't necessarily have now. Like I, I think I'm a bit like even last night we went to um, a Wiz Khalifa show at um, at Barclay Wiz and, and Logic, and you know we went there uh, and and we were we were treated to some nice seats. But then like just the fact that three different people gave us backstage passes and like we were able to have that sort of access that like we could never have dreamed of as as um <laughs> you know, ah! <laughs> but, like it, it's fucking dope like it's it's a very cool thing to just be like oh, okay cool like i'll just go and then like to have like a moment where um we ran into some friends backstage and that was awesome but like when we were coming up i remember we would walk just like hundreds of blocks because we couldn't afford the subway um and we would just like be like it would be like one o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the morning and we would just be looking up at these tall buildings in new york city and just being like this is incredible so i mean like i i I do miss that feeling of just like um of awestruckness um which i don't get anymore and I, i i do enjoy the the perks of um the life that we've built now but i i do miss that that wonder well i think there's there's a reality too to the struggles and how you overcome them so uh, we put out a video today where we talked about um the years 2013 to 2015 and and during that time if a place like sobs wasn't interested in having us perform on their stage we were like all right cool we'll go around it right mm-hmm. it's that that blogger mentality where it's like there's a gatekeeper well i'm gonna find my own way and we went to the Gansevoort Hotel, which is not, as you guys know, a traditional venue, but they built a stage for us. We went to 
um, you know, great lengths to make this a dope show. We brought in Bun B, Smoke Dizza, Bridget Kelly, DJ Clark Kent, and on and on. All these people, Joel Ortiz, Teray. We we had Jim the MC there. Like we really like went to like you know the the extremes to make this a cool and fun and different type of show. And there were so many struggles. I was talking about this today with with Greg, our best friend, um, who was who was uh, our hype man that night, and and in general produced all our music. And I was like, man, when you look at the video today, and maybe the Yolono tour, you only live one night only, which was two shows in one night. So um, it was a tour. Uh, <laughs> if you look at that, if you look at that, like whatever, thirty seconds, forty-five seconds, maybe a minute worth of footage in that video today. It looks great. And you don't remember all the bullshit you went through. You don't realize all the equipment that we had to haul up ourselves because right. like we couldn't hire anybody, right? So it's like I, I appreciate now that we did that stuff, but I really appreciate being in a position now where we can look back and be like, oh, that was something and I can remember the good parts more than anything. Yeah, because I mean like it, it really is a, a a sense of like again like the, the the hustle mentality i said earlier like you got you had to really like force your way in like you know what i'm saying like you had to really kind of get it out the mud and now when you're there it's like it, do you find it hard to not get again jaded or, or not get kind of complacent yeah well yeah. no no I, I i will say that we're the type of guys who never stay too late at the party right <laughs> we're the type i mean and if you look at our career you know, we kept everybody wanting more. You know, we would walk on the streets. We ran into um, we ran into uh, Yams one time, and he was like, "Yo, my favorite video ever was Max B, and, and we need more sketches, right?" And it's same. You know, <laughs> you guys were like, "Yo, do more sketches," and I love that. Like, we didn't we didn't give so much that people were like, "Oh, I I know what they did." It's like Seinfeld. He left on top, right? Mm -hmm, right. But if you you know, you look at like, we didn't overdo it with the podcast. We didn't overdo it with, with anything. We kept people wanting more. And and I don't think there's a, a, a place where we got jaded because we were always, you know, if we were trying to book a guest, it's like, oh, man, there's a million other podcasts who, <laughs> who also are trying to book the same guests. And you don't want to be like the the third, you know, uh, podcast to get DJ Khaled in one week or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's like always trying to figure out the the sort of, the, the best way to present yourselves and do something and stay ahead of the curve, I think, was was what we what we always hoped to do. Right. Um, hold that thought on guests because we got a really good question about guests. We're going to take a, a quick a quick yeah. break. Josh P's J5 here talking to It's The Real on Blackman Radio. We'll be right back after this. ridiculous rap city right now is detroit gotta be that was peasy two million up one of my favorite songs right now you're listening to black print radio i am j5 here with josh Pease, and we got it's the real on the show how do you guys feel about detroit rap oh man uh shout out to all of our friends in detroit um it is not my favorite type of rap <laughs> <laughs> you know, like baby tron <laughs> i'm on that i'm on that duval county shit <laughs> you that fulio okay I love I love the fact that that right before we got on, you guys were playing Jim Jones, Bird Gang shit. Like, 
I, you know, I, I, we really do love the nineties. We love the two thousands. Um, I just love people rapping in the pocket. That's just me. So, so what, one thing that, that you guys mentioned, uh, was the, the, like the guests and some of the, like the friends that you guys have been able to amass over the, the, the illustrious 15 year history of, of your podcast how the hell do you guys get these guests so fast and are able to turn it like and turn it around so quickly? Because I mean, like one week it's Kodak Black, the other week it's you know somebody completely crazy. Like I'm like, how the fuck did you get this person? Like, yeah, I I think that um, from the beginning, what we offered was something different. You know, we started doing sketch videos. We're you know shout out again to Not Right, Misinfo, Two Dope Boys, On Smash, everybody. We were up every Monday morning. They were posting our videos. People got to know our faces, get comfortable with like, you know, the type of sense of humor that we have. I think because we offered something different and then you see it when we do the the interviews on the red carpets, you see it when we do the podcast, you see it when we do the music, people want to do something different. When you're asking the same questions all the time, when you're, when, you know, people get tired of that, uh, uh, you know, people who consume all these videos get tired of that. People who are in the videos get tired of that. People who ask the questions are tired of that. So if you're on a red carpet at the BET Awards and Access Hollywood is asking, you know, what producer you worked with on your upcoming album, and then you move down the line and Extra is asking you a question about like, you know, okay. so yeah, seeing you at like some club or something like that. By the time you get to us and we're doing the AKAs and the gunshots and like asking questions <laughs> that are like blowing, you know, people's minds you start to gain, you know, a little trust with people. People are like, wow, this is something different. And I, I fuck with that. When it came to our music, I mean, you know, not only the people that we worked with regularly, like a Bun B or a Currency or whoever, people like Miguel wanted to work with us, right? Like people like Melanie Fiona would send us stuff. You know, uh, people were interested in doing something that wasn't the norm, that wasn't regular. And when it came to the podcasts, you know, we did something so different, which was we listened, <laughs> you know, we, we sat down with people who were, um, you know, not, we weren't interested in, in, in just talking about whatever they were rolling out. We were like, who are you as a human being? Tell us where you're from and let's go through your whole career because that lasts forever. And I, I think it's, it's super important. Um, whether they were well-known or unknown, you know, those stories last and, um, we're just, you know, thrilled that, that people took a chance on us and I, I guess in some respects, we took a chance on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what would like and, and one thing I always loved about the show is that you get artists like right before, you know, I'm sorry, right on the edge. So it almost looks like you like co-signed like you were like, this is the this was the interview that got him blown up. Right. Like I remember listening to the Cardi B episode and being like, damn, like she's really got something like do, do you did you guys do you guys feel like getting them that early? You, you get to have a, a again, a, a less jaded version of these artists. Yeah, yeah, I think, but even like the the veteran artists were similarly like I didn't feel like I was getting a real runaround because like when you when you sit down um, with somebody you've never met before, like it's a crapshoot. Like you know, we've had we've had young artists who were over it and didn't take it seriously. We've had old artists who were incredibly giving and like wouldn't leave our apartment even after the interview was over. Um, so, I mean, like it can go both ways. I, I think that, you know, sometimes you luck out and you get like a guap dad 4,000, um, excuse me, uh, just guap, um, <laughs> or, 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 
uh, Cardi B or, or other people who understood what we were going for and, and the, you know, accepted the, the room for what it was. I think too, guys, you, you want to know why we had a, a high sort of batting average is because we didn't air the ones that didn't work. And we didn't say yes to everybody that came knocking on our door. Right. Like we didn't put out and, you know, no, no shots at all at like Corday or um, IDK or, or any of the other people who we didn't put out. But like those interviews just didn't work for a variety of reasons. Like we just didn't feel good about the interview. And so yeah. we were just like, fuck it. Like, you know, we don't have to put this out, even though like, you know, I'm, I'm sure that their audiences or our audience might have wanted that. It, it, like wanted us to sit with them. It's just like, well, if it's not up to our standards, like we're not just going to put it out. Yeah. And, and, and I do think it's, it's sort of like, um, it just, it feels good to, to have relationships with people who are up and up and coming so that like you can continue those someone like Jack Harlow, right? Like, right. you know, we, we knew drama for a long time, um, Lake and Cannon and, and, you know, we're, we, we obviously, we had Uzi on early, um, we had the maybe the first and only good Uzi interview that exists. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it might be the think, only one that I ever even yeah. remember. I mean, shout out to Nardwar for getting like the moment of like Uzi running away, <laughs> which was incredible. <laughs> but um, but but for us to sit down with someone like Jack, um, you know, who hadn't done many interviews at that point, he was he was a little cautious, but but opened up with us. To this day, he'll text us and just check in and and like. That's nice to, to develop a relationship yeah, or like Ari Lennox or um, yeah. I mean, like we, we had a lot of, we, I think that there were a lot of people who we had their first interview ever and that was very dope. Um, but I, I agree that like you like the ones most where you are able to continue the relationship. Like that, that's mm -hmm. the thing that matters the most, you know, like having that relationship with Mac Miller and being able to, have um you know him on our shows and on us on his show like you know to and to um have like a friendship outside of all of this like that mattered a lot but like i don't want to make it seem like you know you you only invite people over that you're friends with or whatever like we there were people who you know you 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 hear their life story and they might not recognize you ever right. again like gunplay <laughs> you know wait gunplay didn't but recognize you guys don oh, no, I, no. I, we went to we went to Currency's birthday party a few years ago in, in New Orleans and we're on this rooftop and we don't recognize like anybody at first because we showed up early and then we see gunplay and we go over to say hi to him and it's just like meeting him for the first time. It's like, really? We we had you over to our apartment and we made you sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> but but that has to be like like is there a, a level of like I, I don't want to say like uh like when when you guys you just said like sometimes you you give away or not give away an interview but you you cut the interview because it doesn't work is there a sense of like oh man I I, I really want to keep it I really want to make it work or is it like something you just you cut it and, and you just move on? No, I I, we, I I would I don't think we've ever bailed on an interview while like it was happening. No, we tried very 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 hard. You know, like and I, I'll give you one where it's like you know when Tierra Whack came over to our apartment and she sat down we had such high hopes. And she was testing us because she wanted to, like, see what we were about. And at a certain point when she was like, you know, maybe two minutes and we kept this all in two minutes in and she's like giving us a hard time. I was just like, all right, cool. I'm going to turn your microphone off. And I went to turn it off and she fucked with that so heavy. And the rest of the interview was amazing. So it's like <laughs> sometimes 
sometimes these things just like reveal themselves in different ways. And like, she was just trying to push our buttons and we were, you know, we were understanding of it. And so you just like roll with it and, and it's, it's a, it's a cool thing, but you know, the gunplay thing that's on one side of it last night, Sunny digital who, you know, we've met like what once twice came running up to Jeff, like they were best friends. And and that's, that's the cool trade-off. And I think that like, wait, we don't get a cha-ching for that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Almost, almost hit y'all with this one. No, sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think that too, um, like not to get into that, like idea of like, Oh, $50,000 or whatever it is, or, you know, lunch with Jay-Z, but like, <laughs> I honestly uh, hold on before any- before you even continue. Yeah. Which one are you picking? Oh, I, I lunch. I'm taking lunch. <laughs> like I, I just, I, I, but not even for the advice. Like I just, I like the like we're we're gonna go to lunch with Fat Joe one day and sit there for like 12 hours and just listen to him tell stories and that's fine. You don't even need to get a word in. It's just yeah. it's like that's Fat Joe and the, and the value is hearing somebody like share that experience. He doesn't need to be a guest on our podcast for us to have some type of relationship. You know? uh, by the way, I would take $500,000 over dinner with Jay-Z a thousand percent. Me and Jay-Z are just staring at each other. Like I'll be like, so ether. What's up, <laughs> What's up with that? Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I interviewed Jay and he was great. And like, you know, he was very, I, I was so unbelievably nervous to talk to him and then as soon as he like entered my space or i i entered his space let's be real um he was so disarming and like great um and he laughed at everything i said and i and it, it was meant for him to laugh at he wasn't like dismissively laughing at shit i was saying but like it was it was such a good experience and um but that's not why i mean i i just feel like five hundred thousand dollars um can buy all the all the Jay Z interactions I need, as opposed to um, you know <laughs> me watching him eat a, a well done burger or whatever. <laughs> get you a nice suit at the uh, at the Rock Nation brunch <laughs> to get close to him. <laughs> I had a question. Um, speaking of the Jay Z interview, who is someone that you want to interview? Interview that you haven't? Oh man, um, there's so many. I um I really wanted to do. We want. We were very close to doing a Miss Tina Knowles interview. Oh wow! Um, wow. Which would have been incredible. And by the way, we worked every single angle, and and like we're probably very bothersome at <laughs> towards the end of of that run. Uh, but yeah, it, it didn't. Like we were like, we will come down to her house. Like it, there was nothing we wouldn't do to make this interview happen. Well, no. That by the way, that was us offering it up. It wasn't That's like right. we were like, hey, we, hey, listen, we'll come. Yeah, we will show. <laughs> But there's some like, you know, we went down we went down to Miami to interview Shaq. Um, it didn't work out because, you know, as you guys might know, he's a sheriff and he went on a ride along when we were supposed to be interviewing him. Oh, so shit. that didn't happen. Yeah. But Jeff, Jeff, Jeff just wanted to do that interview for the picture. Yeah, I wanted oh, wow. um, I wanted to be him. And then like our faces like poking up above the bottom or <laughs> it would be our faces. Then his head like just cut off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, how tall then, are you? How tall are you two? Uh, Jeff is what six three, I'm six three, and I'm five uh, eleven. Y'all could be wrestling. So my driver's license. I was five eleven for. Uh, I mean, my driver's license is still me as a sixteen year old. So <laughs> Jesus like, Christ, you know. Well, one, one thing, yeah. one one thing that we have talked about before when I when I actually met you guys, I, I was I was just telling MC this, like I met you guys for the first time at our our mutual pal Erica Ramirez's house. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Years ago, 
And again, like incredibly honored that you guys like even knew me at the time. And I was like, I went home like, wow, like actually made a <laughs> difference. You know what I'm saying? But like one one thing that we did yep. talk about was um, you had just done the interview, I think, with Wale around WrestleMania time or was it at WrestleMania? I don't even remember. Yep. It was in Florida. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you guys have you guys gone to a show yet? I think we got to catch a show for sure. Oh, a wrestling uh, <laughs> uh, event. Yes, um, an, an event. Not, uh, yeah, I thought you meant like a Wale show. I was like, sure, like we can go to a Wale show. I mean, um, I, I've been. No, no, um, that's way that's way easier than making this subjecting you to a WWE show. That's way easier. Yo, I honestly think I would be very impressed if I went to a wrestling event. Um, yo, we have we have uh, I, like. There have been many times where I've been like, oh, this is actually like a really interesting and cool thing. Like, you know, you watch like The Wrestler or you watch different wrestling clips when people retire and you're just like, it's so impressive. But I just don't have the energy or care to get over the mental hump of like, oh, it's just like a bunch of dudes like pretending on some level to like be mad at each other. No, like, let, <laughs> me tell you, let me tell you how I did it. It's literally like um, it's like some off Broadway shit. It's like Broadway mixed with like, <laughs> yeah. gymnastics. And it's actually a mix with like some soap opera. And it's it's actually pretty crazy in person. It's it's probably like, yo, yo, you calling it off Broadway is like the biggest <laughs> Like and most true, it's the most true thing you could have said. It's like, oh right, yeah, that's what it is. It's just off Broadway. Yeah, off Broadway mixed with some gymnastics, mixed with some soap opera. It's actually it's it's more enjoyable in person. It's like um, it's like a baseball yeah. game. Like I, I, I Wait, hardly Josh, ever watch baseball at home, but I watch it in person all the time. Wait, Josh, are you going to like the valley to like the the like twenty person uh like you know at the like um, the minor leagues or whatever? Yeah, no, at, I like the. the I actually did the PWG thing in Reseda. It's actually not even oh in Reseda. It's oh not in Reseda anymore. They do it in downtown LA now, which is which is a way like if if you can believe it, is a way like snobbier vibe than it was in Reseda to oh. me. Justin, is it in like a warehouse downtown? Yeah, where is it? It's in um, it's by Belasco. It's uh, oh. it's, it's I think it actually is in Belasco Theater now. Oh wow! Where they they it, clear the theater out? They'll do they, anything in that theater. Yeah, like they, literally. <laughs> I. I, I, I <laughs> You made it seem like they'd like sacrifice Bro, goats in no, there. No, they would do anything that they would do anything. I've seen like weddings. I've seen uh, Mariah the Scientist, circus, all wow. type of things in there. It's crazy. No, it, 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 wow. the, the the stuff in Reseda, I, I love that you call that minor leagues. It is, I think it's even below minor leagues. It's damn near at some points like backyard wrestling. Well, you know, uh, Jamie Iveen, Jimmy Iveen, Jimmy Iveen's son, yeah, 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 he's in yeah. a wrestling thing. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been thinking about going to his. Like Ryan Rodriguez is a good friend of his and a good friend of mine. And he always invites me out. I just, I want to. I've seen the, the the minor league stuff before. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that interesting. If you don't have a storyline, it's violent. It's, like, eh. it's just like extremely violent. It, obviously, they cuss. And I mean, one thing I see that they do now because obviously, you know, we we have a wrestling show. We talk about this shit all the time. But it's like they're not wearing masks either. So it's like. I don't want to be part of that at all. <laughs> Are they wearing masks yeah, in the, the, the WWE? I mean, no one's wearing a mask. It's at a way close, but, but it's at way closer. Event? But but Josh, it's way closer. Like it's like a hundred people in there, bro. Hey, it's in or around there. Oh, hundred people, seventy five thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> I was like, I or whatever. I was just like, oh, I mean, like you know, I guess you're you're really about that. <laughs> That Nacho Libre life. <laughs> no, 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 the other mask, the other, not the Ray Mysterio mask. <laughs> the other, but no, but well, for sure, like if you guys come back out here, we got, we got it, we got to catch a show, man, for sure. We get, well, I'll, well I, if it lines up. Before we go, 
yeah, before we go anywhere else, like, so the party that we met you at, at Erica's house, yeah. Erica introduced it as, hey, Jeff and Eric are moving to LA. Everybody come out. I'm making tacos. Yes. And it's like, we were not moving to LA. Like it was, it was all founded on a lie. <laughs> Very wishful thinking. Well, I definitely came there. I, home of the world champion Rams. Okay. I, I went there because I wanted tacos. And I said, well, if they, if they show up, they show up, but the tacos are going to be there. <laughs> For sure. You know, you can always fuse both worlds together. It's the real at Wale Mania. How about that? That would, hey, that would actually, hey. I might have to call yeah. Wale. <laughs> we, so we, it's funny, like being, so we went down to WrestleMania in Orlando, um, I believe. In, in, no, New Orleans. Oh, New, it was Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. It and, was New Orleans. Mm, and our friend Anise, um, who's a, a big uh, comedy writer, is huge into wrestling. And he would introduce us to all these like gigantic wrestlers. And, they spoke a language that was so foreign to us. And it was like, it was, you know, it, it was as if we would bring our mom to like summer jam. It, it, that's how we <laughs> felt, you know, so like, I, I don't know what they're saying. I can't comprehend it. No, but they were also kind and they would like trying to explain like why, what they were doing was, and they made it interesting in a way that like I understood. Yeah. Well, without seeing it, you know. I think going to do a show with with with, with Wally is, is like completely different than going with like somebody that like I I feel like when when I go to shows with him he's always trying to figure out who's about to win and, and the things that like go on with like the machinations that are happening behind the scenes and I'm like I just want to watch the show so like we definitely well, yeah. need to go together uh, we, we didn't even we didn't even go to a, a show we went to Wale Mania and then we were outside of it and we were running into all these wrestlers but like. Um, yes, I imagine that it's sort of like watching TV with the screenwriter and them telling you, oh, this is about to happen. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Man. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're, we're going to, we're going to, I know people are like, fuck, talking about wrestling again. We're going to take a cut, another break on <laughs> Black Print Radio. <laughs> we'll be right back with this in the room. Black Print Radio, J5 here with Josh Pease. In the building. In the building. Great episode. My guys, it's the real. It's the real here, man. What's up? Y'all, y'all still good? Y'all Definitely still with us? Eric. Yo, shout out to you guys for even having us on. We appreciate you. Big week for us. Uh, capped off by this this great conversation with you guys. So thank you. Oh, wait. You guys got more episodes, though, dropping of the... Yeah, oh, we yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah capping, you know, Eric is, is capping right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got it. We got two new episodes uh, on all of our socials at It's The Real on uh, on Twitter and Instagram dropping tomorrow and then Friday. And those episodes live on. Um, 15 years is is wild to look back at. And we appreciate all the enthusiasm around it. It's it's wild because, you know, like we were talking about before to to look back, to know what you've done, you know, all around, behind the scenes, in front of the camera, everything. But to put people on and, and have people applaud that is—it feels like your birthday. It's 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 really nice. Yeah, and 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 again, like 
I'm, I'm going to go completely left to this because, you know, we talked about your 15 years enough. All right. I need to get down to yeah. brass. I need to get down to brass tacks. Mm. Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. And don't spoil anything because I'm still trying to get Josh to watch Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad because he doesn't consider them <laughs> real nigga shows. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think I think Jeff and I have have differing opinions. <laughs> so it's it's unfortunate we don't have a, a third uh, you know person here to chime in. But Jeff, your opinion? Well, so I I loved Breaking Bad. Um, Breaking uh, Better Call Saul. I I only got uh, two seasons in. I think before I gave up. But like I. I should watch it, um, but I just have not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm a I'm I'm both a Breaking Bad guy and a Better Call Saul guy. Yeah. I like, but but Breaking Bad for me was like binging through it, so that was one experience. I was so into it that Better Call Saul, I was there appointment viewing every week. Like, could not wait. Like. Like listen to the podcast, like every single podcast that had like something to do with it. Reading like every Alan Seppenwall article the yes. moment it dropped. Tell me like, why like, I subscribed to Rolling Stone this week just to read his review of the <laughs> finale. Yeah, so it's it's fantastic. By the way, not to to you know kill the print industry, but uh, but you can get around that for free. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I didn't know how I was like I got because I watched it live because usually would like I I hadn't watched it live since like the first season, so I would watch it like maybe a couple hours after or, or something like that because I w- I would always be like again I'm on the West Coast, so it's like it, it airs super early, and I was like I'm not ready for this yet, yeah. so I, I'll watch it later on in the night, and it it, it really was like. Again, like you said, appointment viewing, like it, it, it was to me, or it is to me, or I guess was, this is over now, like the absolute kind of encapsulation of everything that Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould and everyone learned from Breaking Bad and they were better here. So like, obviously it'd be, it would be better in my opinion. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, I appreciated when, when you guys put up the post about us, um, coming on your show and you said that we were great storytellers. That's, that's what we think of ourselves as two storytellers. That's everything that you, you know, if it's the sketches, if it's the music, if it's the TV stuff, it's the pocket, we always wanted to tell a story and tell it as captivate. When we did the Rockefeller thing, we wanted to make it as dramatic and interesting as possible, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's a beginning, a middle, and end. When you watch something like Better Call Saul, the way that they told stories, the way that they set expectations and then subverted them and went around them and exceeded expectations. Um, and the way that they finished this, this journey, I think was so well done and so different than what everybody was anticipating online, you know, in their imaginations, whatever. And man, I, I was just, I was so satisfied with it. Um, I did hear that like Monday Night Raw um, yeah. beat it out in the uh, in the ratings. Let's be clear. Better Call Saul is never a ratings juggernaut. This was the it was that's the right. highest ratings the show had gotten since 2017. So I would say that's a little bit of a victory in itself. Well, OK, let me ask you a question, uh, Josh. You haven't watched either of these shows. <laughs> One <laughs> of the people, but it, but it came after. Do you watch Better Call Saul first? Or do you watch Breaking Bad first? You still gotta watch. You gotta watch Breaking Bad first because you won't even understand who Saul is until you watch Breaking Bad. 
it's Saul the guy with the no, he's not. He's the lawyer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who's the guy with the chicken <laughs> spot? Gus. Finish the thought. I was just thinking about Gus, the guy with the chicken spot. Yeah, I just Gus. I see his face. The chicken. <laughs> the, the, they call him affectionately the Chicken Man throughout the show. Yeah. Chicken yeah. Man. Oh, by the way, there's a rapper called Chicken uh, Chicken Man. Oh, <laughs> Is he from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin? No, no, he's from like Pennsylvania. I, he signed to like Rostrum, I think. Yeah. I, I wonder. Or I don't know. Where, I wonder what his subject matter is. Um, so <laughs> we got a couple of questions from some of our some of our listeners, um, and and we're, we we do a Q and A session, and we do, we like to do it we, we like to do it with our guests now because we would do it on the pod, and it's like oh it's just me me and Josh kind of like spitballing, but I would lo- I love to do it with the guests. The the listeners have no clue who we're gonna have, so it actually makes it even 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 cooler. But some <laughs> of them some of them sent in questions, you know, after the after like. They found out who was going to be on it, and I was like, "Oh, you motherfuckers don't want to ask us anything." Okay, cool. So the first one is from Shaq, <laughs> and he said uh, he's a big fan of Waste of Time. Um, um, he says, "Are the are the AKAs rehearsed between uh, you two, or are they completely freestyle?" Uh, we we write them ahead of time. We don't tell each other what the AKAs are, and and we change them up every single episode. When we did the red carpet interviews, when we did. You know, the, when we do the ones with the locks, we never repeat an AKA, and it's always a joy uh, to do one that has something to do with who we're interviewing or or what we're talking about. That that is hmm. that that's like a again. I asked Josh at the top of the show, how did you come up with this so so fast? Like, I don't know if I have that timing. Yeah, I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, have, has there been? A, has, I haven't heard of an episode of the show where you guys have actually fucked it up either. I can't remember an episode oh. I listened to where, where you guys have fucked it up. Um, I'm sure there are some. You edit it um, out, don't you, I, you cheaters? I bet, I bet, <laughs> no, I bet that, like, I honestly think that Eric, if there if there were any fuck-ups, Eric edited them out. Okay, that makes sense. Cheaters. So you uh, post-production. You see, you see, you see post-production. Shit? No, yeah, see, shout-out to production, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, second question. Uh, we, we were talking about blogs and and you know the 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 blog era of sorts uh, a couple of segments ago um were you guys a part of any any forums from back in the day like me myself i was on the ill community i was on com, the covo um i was on boxton <laughs> it's bx i was on all of those things when i was a kid and it helped me be a better troll but also helped me understand the internet a lot better <laughs> yo you were a wild boy <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I I was not a a member of any forums. I I mean, like I would, I would go to them, but I was not a a participant in any. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, I was the same way. I was like a big forum lurker. Like I was just lurk. So would you have an account, but only lurk? No. And I would hate when they would make me sign up. Like, oh, you can't see this until you sign up. I'm like, oh God. But, um, yeah, Il Kamini, I remember that. Yo, you were on Boxden. You're crazy. (laughs) Boxden is like. Boxton was the bastion of illegal shit back uh, in the day. Like Boxton, yeah, yeah, all the leaks were there. Like RNS, did they ever find those guys or that guy I or, think, or that woman, whoever? Well, yeah, I, I think I think one of them. Honestly, uh, there was a there was a book, um, yeah, written sort of like that that uh, told his story. I believe they turned that into like a New Yorker article, like had an Jeez. excerpt. Um, but uh, it's interesting too, like. When you find out, like along the way, that people like Jesus and like you Matt know, Fastow, Matt Fastow <laughs> were part of that, and, and really, you know, like got their leaks and got them quick. So yeah, it it, it was again. You go there for the, the the sports section. You go there for the leak section. 
they would have full albums like anthologies of albums you could oh, yeah. go there it would be like allegedly big. alleged allegedly by the way allegedly allegedly but, but they, yeah, can't, thank they you. can't get me unless i i don't have them on my computer anymore mc so you might want to delete it after um, you know just- justin drop some names so we can use the cha-ching thing again you know who was? It was just one guy that used to always be in the leaks. The Godfather. I used to always yes. see his name on the back of the leaks. No, it, I thought it was Rap Godfathers, wasn't it? Yeah, something like Rap that. Rap Godfathers. Yeah. RGF. Yep. Legends. <laughs> Alleged legends. Sorry. Excuse me. The, and the thing, the thing that makes them unsung heroes is that these motherfuckers didn't get paid for any of this. They did it for, did for it. us. Yeah. Neither did the artists. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on one second. There you go. <laughs> does, that, does that deserve a ching? I don't know. That kind that kind of hurts. That kind of hurts though when he talk, think about the artist. Nah, player. They, they, but but again, like it, it was it was something where it's like you you learn. I wouldn't say like it's not like you're like you, it's not like it's like a boiler room of just like people uh, sending their sending their their most alt right thoughts back in the day. Like it, it was very much like again, it, it was a breeding ground it was for like all Twitter. The, yeah, it's like Twitter, but it was like a breeding ground for like where all the memes kind of come from today. Like a lot of Twitter memes that people don't realize mm-hmm. this come from that era of forums. Of, of forums. It's like there are certain pictures I see today. Like there's a there is literally there there's a video of Jada Kiss like dancing and that I forgot what video that was. MC you probably know what it is where he's doing this weird like kind of like Egyptian looking dance. And they put the um. Oh, it was the, a Mariah Carey video. It was a Mariah Carey video, and yeah. they put the James Brown. <laughs> you know when James Brown is crying about, you know, from that uh, the, there's a the infamous video of James Brown, the NFL commentator. He's crying about a video. Yeah. They put his yeah. face yeah. over Jada Kiss's face, and they had him <laughs> oh, dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Like that's where that, yeah, that comes, comes from, from bro. Like like, like that, that that is like, again like. The Jordan memes, all of that shit comes from SOH, man. I, I feel like I feel like yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, like the, the difference is that it there used to be a community of people, and it used to be so small, right? And then once everything got so big, like even like hip hop as like a, a unifying thing, it's not that anymore because there's so many different. It, it, everything is so wide. Oh my god, know? are we about to get into the fact that we saw? Uh, we went to this this concert last night like jeff said Wiz khalifa and logic and there were a bunch of openers including uh 24k golden oh well, and jeff yeah. goes up <laughs> jeff goes sorry double xl freshman uh 2022 24k golden and i was and i heard this guy sing and he's looking like steven tyler from aerosmith and i was like, <laughs> I, was like I was like he's a freshman so like i don't even know anymore guys like that's hip-hop like uh, that's whatever. what i'm saying like every like you know whatever anyway i don't even remember what my original point was but <laughs> but the fact is that i'm right <laughs> me and him have the same trainer <laughs> 24k golden has a yeah. trainer yeah which is crazy because yeah it made me side eye my trainer i'm like how often is he coming to you man <laughs> Kid look like I said puberty. Yet. I don't know. It's a poor, yo. It's a poor craftsman that blames his tools. I think that that goes on you. <laughs> I was like, hold on, man. Oh, okay. La- la- last Q and A question before we before we get out of here. Um, is there a rap series or docu series that you would love to watch that hasn't been made yet? Yes, and and I'll tell you this: we have we have a lot of friends who work in uh, in storytelling, just like we do. And one of one of our friends was asking us like privately, like, hey, what stories do you think have not been told that would be 
really dynamic and would be like, you know, multiple parts and very interesting and timeless. And I'll tell you what I told him, which is the Fugees. Mm. That story has never been fully told. Those guys fucking ran shit. And, mm-hmm. and you see the influence continue on down the line. And yeah, they've gotten together again, you know, to do like a reunion here and there. But that story right there to go from being the biggest band in the world to breaking up to doing solo things like it, it is extraordinary. And I, I look forward to the day that someone does it right. No, that's a good one. My that's answer. Good. Yeah. My answer is our next project is so good. <laughs> like it's. And, and like it's a story that has not been told and like so we've been working on it for two years now and it's just like i feel very very proud about um about the way that we put it together and i'm very excited for people to hear it josh what what would be one that you haven't seen um that's a good question man oh you know i was just thinking about these guys the other day i want to hear the crisscross story wow they just kind of disappeared. Crisscross. Yeah, like I remember one of them had like was battling like some type of disease at one point. Um, I just I was such I was talking about them recently because I was such a fan of their last album, Young, Rich, and Dangerous. Like that's what yeah. year did that come out? I don't remember the year. That was when they were older, right? Ninety five. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like ninety four, ninety five. But that album is like it's low key a classic. Everybody should go back and listen to it. I love that <laughs> album to this day. I can still I could put that album on and feel good and just like. Rap everywhere. That was the album where they say, "Fuck this, we ain't wearing backwards clothes no more." Nigga. Yeah, this girl, there was a grown up album, but they were on some real player shit. Like they was, <laughs> they was really talking that shit. But um, that was player shit on there. Listen to it. They were talking player <laughs> shit. Please, they had they had one cringy skit though. They had a terrible skit about like a threesome with this girl. And I was uh, just like, oh, this is bad. This, is, this was a Jermaine Dupree idea. That's, <laughs> that's when you were like, yeah, they grown up now. Nah, but um. <laughs> But I, but that album's classic to me more so because of the June twenty seventh beat the old oh, yeah. uh, DJ Screw oh, beat yeah. that was from oh, that yeah. album. Oh, and like, people yeah. the, Jermaine Dupri doesn't even know how he got the instrumental, but that's like I know. a great song on yeah, that but, album that became a classic hip hop moment. That's exactly right. It is a great song. I did not even. I'm I'm gonna check that out tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna check, check that out. out. Yeah. yeah. So MC, what were you saying? What, what was one that you said? I was going to say Fuji's is an incredible answer because that's like what second rap album to actually be named album of the year. So I would actually love to watch a, a, a Fuji's documentary. But as we talk about rap stories, I could not end this without thanking you for the DJ who kid interview because he finally told everybody where the greatest gunshots of all time were made from. I watched heat for the first time. I literally did not pay attention to the movie and only listened just for the gunshots. I probably found like two of them. <laughs> uh, my, my, one of my favorite things uh was uh when he told us that they had when they would tour like asia right oh, like right. they had a fake m&m with them yeah partial <laughs> partial matthew partial matters <laughs> yeah partial oh my god uh but yes we we are we're here we've come up at time here listen man jeff eric this has been amazing i want to thank you guys yo for thank show. you Thank, thank you guys sincerely, you know, to uh, like, I, I'll say this, like Jeff and I have done a lot of things over our career. We've never done a live show to do that uh, regularly to be on point um, is something that we, you know, admire and uh, shouts to you guys for doing such a great job uh, live on a weekly basis. Um, and we appreciate you guys for thinking of us. Oh, no, man. Thank you guys, man. And you, you guys have done live shows before, too. Like you guys at the, um, the Rockefeller show. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. live on stage. Not, like, That's crazy. Yeah, they're not live like on the air, like as we're like a radio. Right yeah, like a radio show yeah. type shit. Yeah, no, I, I, live on stage is more scary. So <laughs> yeah, I know. We're gonna do we're gonna do live on stage at that at that at that venue downtown that you were talking about. Yeah, because they Velasco. do anything. <laughs> yeah, literally, they would do anything. It's crazy. It's the real <laughs> Velasco Theater right after the quinceanera. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, by the way, we're out in LA uh, next month, so clear your entire schedule. Absolutely, oh, does it? Please, yeah, d- does not matter what day. Let us know. Hit the chat. This. <laughs> Looking forward to it, guys. All right, right thank you, guys. As always, everyone, please subscribe to our Patreon. You'll get the audio from this episode on Friday, of course. Uh, and if you don't, have, if you're not subscribed, you'll get it in a couple days when we do when we drop our actual episode of the Black Print. Thank you all for listening to Black Print Radio. It has been a pleasure. We will see you guys in a couple days with a new episode of the podcast. I don't know what we're talking about, Josh. I think I, I think last last episode we talked about the 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 driver. I think a lot of people love that. Yeah, people did. We yeah. can talk about these these air forces that we that you just bought, not just bought after. You. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that on, yeah. on Sunday. So yeah, um, when actually I can actually call the guy. Oh yeah, we can talk about it. Bring so him on the show. Yeah, yeah, so we'll we'll be on Black Print next week, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later for Josh and uh, for MC. I'm J Five. We'll see you guys later. I'm gonna play one of my favorite little dark songs on the way out. So uh, st- stick around for this. Man, what? <laughs>